Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mail Fuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always, Matt is here. Yeah, I am. Carter's also here. And, I am. Uh, I gotta, I gotta figure out my new setup. Which way I point? Is it this way? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed uh, Matt's finally started putting stuff back on the wall. Yeah. Oh, he's actually not... he's lost something though. He had a Supergirl one up last week. Yeah, it's just that my camera moved because I had to plug in my headphones. Ah, okay. So, because the camera's <laughs> attached to the computer. Oh, Every week, it's just yeah. going to gradually come in to, to mm. new stuff. I can see it in Skype, actually. Yeah, it's still there. It's just mm-hmm. off to the, just too off to the yep. left. And then, uh, and then right above that's my Haunted Arkham, which you can kind of just see on, on, on that. But yeah. yeah. Also, Connor's so, back. Because Connor, Connor yeah. missed, out of four episodes, he missed three of them. Yeah, yeah. A couple of different things, but works easy enough now um so i should be good for saturdays for a while so. yeah so because when you're Delightful. made the boss of the airport you take your own off days so <laughs> <laughs> yes yes <laughs> maybe an uptick in uh, air traffic uh, casualties soon to, to just to for the record for warning i was like yeah they had it coming maybe maybe avoid the skies <laughs> for the next little while yeah uh, I mean, so... it's usually good advice <laughs> So, we oh, thought Santa's going to be so screwed this year because Connor's, Connor's <laughs> maintaining the air traffic. Joe, I love, I love the implication of that, isn't because he has nothing to do with controlling Santa's sleigh. It's just more that there'll be so many planes just uh-huh. whizzing around in the sky that Santa's exactly. going to have to dodge, you know, you know, jets left and right, uh, trying to make his deliveries. There's way more planes than you think going over. Like if you, you go on a something called flight radar, it's stupid how many are above you most of the time. You're like, oh. how are there that many? Is, is this an app or is this a website? Website. Oh boy, I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Because Matt- see, where, where I live, we we have a proper like view of all the planes coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while, another part of town was trying to get it to like, oh, they can't fly over us because they make too much noise. But like, I welcome it. I like I like. Seeing the Matt's going to buy a new TV monitor yeah. for his living room just so he can have like the 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 map with this this info on it at all the times yeah. in the room. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, just, just so he's always got the, the map with all the radar mm-hmm. information, just so he knows where all the planes are at any given time, yeah. for no reason, just because he wants and to feel like he's got a command center. Every every five days or so, I'm going to yell, "Holy shit, that's Jason Bourne!" <laughs> just because that's what you have to do in front of a monitor like that. <laughs> You also you get a bunch of clocks, you know, well, one set to different time zones, Matt. You, like, you know, yeah. one for all the different major yeah. time zones. You act like I already don't have that. Yes, well. <laughs> uh, we talk about DC Comics on this show, and coming up on this week one edition, we have the debut issue of Grant Morrison's The Green Lantern with issue number one. We have Batman 58. 58? 58. Oh, we're off to a good like start. We're off to a great start this week. Uh, we have Justice League number 11, Green Arrow 46, Adventures of the Super Sons number 4, Sideways Annual number 1, and Connor should have Red Hood and the Outlaws Annual number 1. I, I do. Hey, Connor. <laughs> hey, Connor. Yeah. I saw on Reddit that, that Red Hood's coming to Titans, so be excited, buddy. Oh, yeah, I know. I think he's in the next episode. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pre-Red Hood, though. It's just... It's just so, was, was the Doom Patrol... A backdoor pilot? Like, yes. Am I gonna have to? Yeah, pretty much. And it was awesome because yeah, it was actually really good. Pretty yeah. great. Yeah, it was legitimately funny and delightful. 
Can, can I just watch that episode without having watched the rest of the Titans? You probably can, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because you guys are making me feel any better. Because I remember saying, like, I'm going to let it go three or four and then let you guys let me know. And then you guys have just like, been... Overall, it's not worth watching. Not really. Yeah. I mean, it's not, but it's not the worst. Thing. It's like, I like the nuclear family as villains. They're really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. Uh, when it gets schlocky, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um... Uh, like, I don't necessarily think Starfire should be stabbing people in the knuckles with a fork, but it is entertaining to watch when it happens. <laughs> what is this show? Johns, what are you doing, bud? Did you... Yeah, Johns actually wrote the Doom Patrol episode, though, so... Yeah. Pretty, but pretty I, know he's, I know he's pretty involved, no? Like, yeah, he's he is. Over the... he, he's heavily involved. So... I mean, he's not a showrunner. Stargirl, he's actually showrunning, so we'll see how that, right. that pans out. But he, he's, he's, he's somewhat involved in most of the shows. Yeah. Um, worth worth mentioning actually, there was a big casting dump for Swamp Thing this week at TV show. They've mm-hmm. cast a lot of the major roles now. Yeah, it's good. So, so yeah. just on 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 the the Doom Patrol thing, uh, it's worth noting that the only weak link is being recast anyway, and we're getting Timothy Dalton instead. So, looking forward to that show now. So who's and who's that? Is that the Native Man? Chief. Who? Chief. Oh, Chief. Yeah, yeah. Calder. Yeah. Calder. Um, yeah, Brendan Fraser's voice is there as Robot Man and, and whatnot. Homer is Negative Man. Yeah, that yeah, was a terrible episode. I mean, hey, it's, it's, it's on an upward trend. <laughs> Which... I, I'll check out a Doom Patrol show as long as it's not the Gerard Way version that broke my brain. Like if it's <laughs> classic, yeah, if it's if it's classic version, then which it's Sean, so it probably will be. Then, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so, 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 so TV show things happening. Yeah, not a lot of news still. We're in a very quiet period for actual comic book news. Yeah, it's because we got, we've got all the new books starting next month. I'm, I'm seeing all the adverts. Yeah, it's just, it's been a while since we've had some juicy news to talk about. I guess I should just be happy about it and just move on with my life, but, I don't know, some, sometimes we make some excitement is good. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Some excitement is nice. Um, and we're at least a couple of weeks away from, from, from glorious sales figures, so Yay. I'm I'm glad I missed that one. No, no, that was a good sales figures episode. Oh you missed you missed a a hoot card. Sorry, Matt. It's okay. I'm just gonna start writing it down beforehand. It was juicy. Don't you dare, uh, no no cheating. I will not have corruption <laughs> on our sales figures discussions, thank you very much. Uh-huh. Don't not have it. Will not be tolerated in any, any means. Um, I won't write them down. I'll just store them in my phone. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. There will there will be justice. That's all I'm saying. There'll be justice. You know what's gonna happen is I'm actually gonna nail like the first three in a row. He's gonna accuse me of cheating, but he should know <laughs> I don't prepare for anything. Nah. Like, <laughs> nah. you really don't. I, I read my books and I show up. That, that's about it. Sometimes not even that. Yeah, sometimes I forget, like Batgirl. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I was I, I panicked for a second, then I went, wait, was I meant to read Batgirl this week? No. And then I was like, no, okay, it's fine. Nah, no, no Batgirl. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what I do want, though. I feel, I feel like we're due a, a Bebo ongoing. Uh, I could be doing with that in yeah. my life. I know, once, uh, I'm almost caught up on Flash. For this season, once I do that, I'm gonna jump into to Legends, starting with season two. 
the best show. Actually, Matt, there was a Beeble reference on Supergirl this past I, episode. I know, and the only reason I know is because you pointed it out yeah. in in the group. So, uh-huh. <laughs> also we are been on top form. Yeah, we we also got a our first image of Superman and Lois Lane together. Ah, we did. Yes. Yeah, very Superman two. Very. She even looks a lot like Margot Kidder. Like, yeah. More so than in the, you know, when I looked up, like, oh, who is this actress? And you're like, oh, I can see a Lois in there. But, like, they're definitely going for Margot Kidder vibes. Which is I'm good. Right yeah, I'm yeah. okay with that. That's fine. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Um, That's in, like, a, a month, that crossover, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, because this, this year they're having their mid-season finales before they do the crossover, which is actually a good idea, because it means they're not having to do this weird thing where they come back for one episode after it and yeah. then go on a break. So, yep. uh, so yeah, no, that's good. So, yeah, early December's crossover time. And we got Psycho Pirate, we got probably Red Skies. <laughs> There's a monitor. There's a monitor. There is, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, there may or may not be a crisis. I'm leaning towards I'm wondering yes. if this ends with a consolidation of Earths and then. Kara's just on their Earth. Oh, that that'd now. be so weird if they actually go through with that. Yeah. Just, 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 just imagining TV shows just merging their Earths together and be like, you know what? Now we're just all in the same world. Mm-hmm. Crisis the hell out of it. That'd be cool. Exactly. That's that's you know, you don't say crisis and not mean it. You know what I mean? Like. Well, they've not said crisis yet. No, oh. but come on, like they're whispering it. Just <laughs> everyone's everyone's thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a voice in the distance. I can hear it calling out to me. Yeah. It's whispering one single word. What is that word? Crisis. Yeah. yeah, definitely. If that really happened in real life, my anxiety would not be able to take it. Like, <laughs> why is there a voice telling me crisis from the darkness? <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, it's a Babadook. Oh, jeez, jeez. So it's fine, Matt. Actually, on television from the multiverse this week, um, or our DC TV show that me and Connor do, for everyone who doesn't know what that is, uh, we just we realised at the end of the episode, oh wait, this was episode 52. Shit, we did nothing for this. <laughs> uh, see, at least I, I admit that I don't prepare. <laughs> no, it's just because we, yeah. we made such a big deal about it on this show when we hit 52. Yeah. That one I was like, yeah. oh, it's 52, shit. I, I blame Peter. He's the one who keeps track of the numbers. I just show up. Oh, I, don't, I know that. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, anyway, so we, we, we put out the word for a couple of questions. Uh, the, we, have, we have a reasonable number of books, but we'll answer one or two, I think, uh, but just to have, have some other conversation going here and keep, keep the show lively in me. Um, so I'll answer a couple from Buana Beast, who asked us a bunch of questions on YouTube. I'm going to pick two of them for us to discuss um so here's here's more of a a a character question since rebirth started has anyone written a character that made any of you change how you felt about said character uh he he would say uh uh, hawkman because of vendetti and hitch uh for the positive for positive reasons and for negative reasons miss martian and titans um so i I mean my mind jumps to lobdell and rick Oh. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that was the layup. Like we we alley ooped that one. I I, I I feel that's a really boring answer though. Obviously, I know, it but it's it's just so easy. I mean, obviously, I, I think that's so extreme though. I think here we're looking for something that's a bit more 
subtle. No, you know, something that's uh, just no, like I, a slight... I'll think about it probably. I, I yeah. agree with the Miss Marshmallow because I really didn't like Miss Marshmallow in that, that issue or two of Titans. Um, I'm okay with her so far. Uh, yeah. But, um... I mean, she's not, she's not the traditional Megan, but I think she can grow into it. It's still early. And she hasn't been around that much. Yeah. Oh, I mean, also at this point, I'm I'm fairly used to the the the, the Young Justice version. I mean, mm-hmm. um, in fact, my biggest complaint about season two of Young Justice, having finished it recently, is there was was not enough of Hello Megan. There was not enough of that in uh, that yeah. season. So disappointing. Uh-huh. Season three, you better bring the Hello Megans, or I'm I'm going to riot. Um, so, <laughs> um, character I see differently based on how they've been written. Based on, I think as a positive would be uh jessica cruz because yeah. she's kind of like yeah sure she was around before and yeah she was i didn't really care i think that's why it's a murky one though is because she was kind of around a little bit but it's she wasn't really like a full-fledged character who had an ongoing story well, until yeah but rebirth changed that so i think yeah. that, that fits within the form of the question like, since rebirth I'm, I'm trying to think it's... of more characters who who were constant things before who yeah. It's like you know, you know, my mind was changed a little bit, but because of how they were presented. Uh, D- Damien's been pretty consistent. Um, uh, I, I, I certainly am way more into Wonder Woman than I used to be, but I, I don't know if that's like had had I read Rucker's original run, I might have felt that same way. Yeah, I, I don't then. think it's been a big shift in direction. Yeah, no, it's just you. No, but more. even even reading the first part of Rucker's Wonder Woman, it's I still feel the rebirth stuff is is a little bit better, so. I'd probably agree with that. I'll probably agree with that. It's so consistent. So I'm just. um, It's more tight because you could tell that he he had an endpoint. He like this is how many issues I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell the full story. Whereas it felt like his earlier stuff was comics. Just like okay, this is gonna go month to Mm. month. I'm gonna do this arc and then this arc and then this arc and then who knows after that. And then he did another one. So, but I'm trying to trying to go through. I guess I, I would I would jump onto Hawkman too because it's a character I really didn't care about until they turned him into Indiana Jones. I, you know, actually, I, I do have kind of an answer. Um, mm-hmm. I for me because I I intentionally went back and read more comics about this mm-hmm. character because of the portrayal and rebirth, and I don't necessarily think it's because the the writing of the character necessarily changed. It was just that as a character that I hadn't really delved into yet. Mm-hmm. But I think Cassandra Kane for me really falls into that where yeah, um, I hadn't really read any of her Batgirl stuff before um and then detective comics made me really give a shit about her and i've since been back and read a few volumes of her original batgirl run and really like it so uh, i guess that kind of counts oh clayface yeah, so actually clayface clayface big time yeah clayface yeah. yes i was gonna say uh well you know there's been a mess misstep here or there but i think king's batman's the most i've cared about batman in a very long time oh, and that go. started with rebirth so that's positive. I'm trying to think more of some of the negative ones, and I don't really have any. I think any... it's harder because the negative yeah. ones we usually just stop reading the book. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I guess the question is: there is there anything you dropped that you wish you wanted to keep reading, but you just couldn't because you didn't like it? Uh, Orlando's Justice League of America. I was all into that book, and then just, <laughs> just couldn't. I guess it doesn't count for team books though, because that's a lot of characters as opposed to just the. Yeah. The one. Well, see, most of mine would be team, so like Teen Titans yeah. along the same line. You know, mm-hmm. I was really enjoying what Percy was doing, and then they had that shift. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've got anything else. 
I'm, I'm a little bit worried about Booster right now because of Heroes in Crisis, but <laughs> that that's the point of that. So I'm, I'm going to give it legs, you know, let it, let, it, let it walk about. I have never heard that, that used in that car. I'm going to give it legs. Yeah. I'm going to let it go, let it walk before I, I am like, well, this is not my Booster Gold. Do you know, do you know why I think this is kind of a tricky question? For the most part, Rebirth was about re-establishing characters back to who they were meant to be. Hmm. So it's kind of, okay, here's a, for the most part, a very classic portrayal of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, uh, there's not a lot of changing my mind going on. It's whether or not I happen to like them or not to begin with. I, th- I think it's more about um, just the quality of the writing in that sense then. Just to you know, to go back before New 52 you know, could a yeah. could a writer then have you know made you re reappreciate or reevaluate a character based yeah. on their run? Oh, of course, well, yeah. A, um, yeah. Wallace, like he had that stretch in Flash and then in Deathstroke, and then in Teen Titans, where I think he was more interesting than he had ever been, because yeah. pre pre Rebirth he was just always kind of there, like <laughs> He's very bland. Yeah, and like they they went and made him Kid Flash, and it just it fell flat. But here they've really turned him into his own character. Yeah, unfortunately it's been a little bit rough recently because of his attitude change for this new Teen Titans direction. We're not reading that. But, yeah, no, in general, sure. Yeah. Alright, okay. Uh, And then the other one here is uh, do we think Earth 1 is dead because Black Label's a thing? And I think this is an interesting question because I think there's been several times over the last five years where I've thought to myself, Earth 1 is dead, and then out of nowhere they'll announce a new Earth 1 volume. I think Right now is the most alive it's felt in years. You know, we had uh, we had Green Lantern earlier this year. We've got a second Wonder Woman volume coming in the next month or two, I think. It's yeah. pretty, coming pretty so, soon. I thought it was already out, with... but yeah, felt, you know, whatever. Either it was all just came out or just yeah, it's about to come out. Yeah, around yeah. that now. We had two the this thing... year, though. Is the point two this year? <laughs> the thing with Earth One is it never felt like an Elseworlds, whereas a lot of Black Label feels like it could be Elseworlds. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I still think, I mean, I really like Green Lantern Earth one. I thought it was a really uh, cool sci-fi take on the on the story. Um, yeah. I think I'm a little disappointed because I think when Earth one was first announced, I thought, oh, this is going to be DC's ultimate universe, right? And yeah. the problem is, is they're, they're, they're just too spread out to actually ever feel like a coherent universe. They're just, yeah. they're, you know. Yeah. It's... I mean, they're, uh, they're a mixed bag in quality. Some are great. You know, we we talked, you know, we mentioned the Green Lantern, the, the, the first Batman volume. I've not read the second one yet, but the first one. I, I like the second great. one a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wonder so Woman, the, the Morrison Wonder Woman ones. Um, I have not read that one yet so. either. Yeah, yeah the first one's really good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. First one's really good. But that felt like that could have been Black Label before Black Label, but too, because it's not. Like, it's it's just changing her ever so slightly, you know? Yeah. But then on the, the you've got something like Lemire's Teen Titans ones, which not Oof. not so great. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because it's Lemire and you I expect. Right, usually I love it, Lemire, right? Yeah, he was, I think, swinging too f- wide with it, you know? Like, mm. like yes, it's Teen Titans, but he took it a little bit too far out, I think. Which, that's fine. That's what it's there for, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's what, that's, that's what Elseworlds are for, really. It's just, just to try weird, bizarre things. And sometimes if something takes really well, they'll eventually yeah. incorporate it into the, yeah. into the continuity. But... Yeah. Yeah, so I no, it's just, it's, um, I don't think it's dead. I think it's just 
in the same awkward slow pace that it's been for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we won't know if it's dead until it goes at least a year and a half without an announcement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we do have volume three of Batman coming out with yeah, we know from about Jonathan that. Yeah. Frank. Yeah. So, is is the still is Manipul still working on that Aquaman one? I know that was a thing at one point. I don't even know. Who, who knows? Yeah. Is there going to be uh, other volumes of the other ones? You know, is a Green Lantern volume two on the cars? Is I mean, I don't know. I remember there's supposed to be a, a Batgirl. So. I remember hearing there was a Batgirl Earth one that got completely scrapped. Yeah. Too. So. It's it's yeah. Uh, I don't. I it's feel like we black. can have multiple. We can have Earth One and we can have Black Label. I feel like they scratch two different itches, you know. Yeah. And, it, and it seems yeah. like it seems like they're very close. But like, in my head, I can de- delineate. Like I wouldn't have ever called like White Knight an Earth One because no. it's not starting from scratch. It's it pays homage to so much other Batman stuff. Whereas Batman Earth One is almost like John's. Like if he had created Batman, this is what he would have done. Yeah. They did a they did announce this week um, the full list of the the books for the next year or so that are getting reprinted under the Black Label banner. Um, a lot of things you expect. I think the first one that's coming out is uh, maybe All Star Superman. Um, yes. But you you got like you know Killing Joke, uh, Watchmen's under there, all, all sorts of just you know the big staples. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I I do need a new collection of of All Star Superman because I never got the hardcover. I just have the loose issues, so mm. I would, mm. I would like that. All right, um, and uh, so we'll do one more question. Uh, talking Superman on Twitter, um, friend of the show, and in this case, that's actually true. On screams after midnight, Tim likes to say friend of the show whenever I mention any like director or actor, um, and I'm like Tim, people are going to. Going to think we have connections. Stop oh, it. Just God, just because Tim thinks he's connected. No, but, that's such a Tim joke, though. Yeah, yeah. That is. Uh... And it's not even when it's like someone positively. So you, know, I, I will complain about you know like Eli Roth and Green Inferno being like friend the worst the garbage ever. And I'll go Eli Roth, friend of the show. And I'm like, he most certainly is not. If he's aware of us, he is not uh, a friend. Sworn enemy. <laughs> yes. You know what though? I feel like Eli Roth, the type that would be like, okay, you think my movie sucked? That's fair. Let's talk movies. Mm. Yeah, I remember. And now you're stuck. And now you're stuck with that guy that you're like at the party that you talk to for like four minutes, and now all he wants to do is talk with you the rest of the time. Mm. And you're like, oh, just go, man, please. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, so yes, at uh, talking Superman on Twitter, uh, asked for top five DC villains. Now we kind of we did a top ten, right? Uh, back yeah, at we, episode... we did this fifty-two. No, not fifty-two. I think it was a hundred. hundred. Yeah, I think fifty-two was a uh, top ten character, just heroes. Right. Okay. I think villains came later. Um, but we can have a discussion about villains and favorite villains, and uh, or maybe more, more, more specifically to make it more unique from the other list is what is tickling our fancy right now in villains. Um, you know, favorite ones we're hoping to come back. That kind of thing, um, you know. Does does anyone measure up to Condiment King? Probably not. But you know, it's always... well. Obviously, uh, one does. Well, one does. Yes. Well, yeah, a, a certain Mister Kite Man. <laughs> yeah, say so Kite Man would have words with you. Vel- I mean, villain. I don't know. He is he really a villain? He's more of an anti. He he's going the way of Harley Quinn, where everyone's going to be buying Kite okay, Man about... merchandise, and and will not be able what to. What about Mister Blizzard and Cold Snap? He. 
Well, you know, you, you know, I can't turn down a cold snap opportunity. No, you can't. No, that's an old joke as well. That that was like episode twenty or something of the show. So mm-hmm. if you want to know the legend of cold we snap, we can thank Hitch for that one. Yeah. If I, I believe that the episode is titled "The Legend of Cold Snap" or something yeah. similar to that, yeah, uh, you can go back and see why we're making Cold Snap jokes. It's been a while. It's a, it's a, a deep one. cut. It's a deep cut on the show. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I'm I'm liking what what Snyder's doing with Lex Luthor and the the sure, whole yeah. injustice stuff. Mm. Like that's. I mean, I feel like really the board eyes are just like yeah, see 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 the Legion of Doom. Yeah, that they're the best. Those those five or six. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, so that's pretty good. It's kind of true, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. Uh, well, but then again, what Williamson's doing also over in Flash with the rogues and the different forces and kind of redeeming a lot of these characters. Like, I feel like Trickster got redeemed with the Strength Force and now, you know, Heat Wave with the Sage Force. Okay, um, here, 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 I have interest here. Here's what I'm going to do to, to get hmm? some perhaps different answers out of people for this. As I'm going to name some, name some heroes, and I want your second favorite villain of each hero. Like your, not your first favorite, because they're obvious usually, or you've had, said them before. Because obviously it's Lex Luthor for Superman, I'd obviously mm-hmm. say Joker for Batman, Connor might say... I don't know. <laughs> Connor's got weird taste, I can't, I can't predict this. <laughs> but, se- second... I can't predict mine either, I was not prepared. <laughs> but, uh-huh. So, what's your second favorite Superman villain, Matt? Oh, it's gonna be Parasite. Okay, Parasite's dope. I was I was kind of expecting Zod, but you know I I, I, I could see it. No, because Zod that has to be used properly. I feel like everyone has a, a Parasite story that they could write, and I feel that's what makes him so cool because he's so malleable. Whereas mm. with Zod, you can get someone that's like, okay, well this doesn't feel right. Like there were some sometimes that Venditti was writing Zod where you're just like, wow, this is this feels off from what we had with Jurgens. So, yeah. All right, Cara, what's your second favorite Green Lantern villain? Um, it's kind of tough. This is where he Does says he only, he, he only has one good one. That's what he's going to say. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but like, no, Matt's kind of getting out of there. A lot of the the villains have kind of been redeemed in some. You know, the ones that are like Arklo, right? Yo, yeah, five years ago. Would have been a contender. I thought, even sure. even before his bromance with Guy, I thought Arkelo was one of the coolest Yellow Lantern just because. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, well we all know that I like big monsters, like you know, so he was this big monster with teeth and fangs that would tear you apart. It was real cool. Yeah, no, he was always cool. You know, like the second in command being like you know, running the show yeah. at times. Yeah, he had a great presence, but now it's like, well, I can't really call him a villain anymore. No, but that's he, he's earned respect. You know. Yeah, what about disingenuous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say the Guardians. I think they are. They are such <laughs> All right, a, okay. <laughs> they are usually a, a such a culprit of a villain. That... Cyborg Superman. Does he fit as Superman or Green Lantern? He can be either, really. I mean, he did, he didn't nuke yeah. Coast City. I mean, yeah. if that doesn't count. I don't know what does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm gonna go with Guardians. Uh, you go with Guardians. Alright, that's an interesting one. That's that's like saying, uh, the systems, the, the you know, the biggest villain, you know, when it <laughs> yeah, comes to like yeah. someone trying to arrest someone or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but they're, they're such douches, like all the time. Oh sure. And yeah. they cause. I like so the many cycle. Problems. They were like, oh, this is why we have the Guardians. Oh, the Guardians are bad. 
Get rid of the Guardians. Oh, something bad happens. We need the Guardians. This is why we have them. And it just recycles. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Right? Comics. Um, all right. I'll try another one. Um, Matt, what is your second favorite? Okay, go ahead, one. Wonder Woman villain. I was going to say Booster Gold to be a dick, but I don't even know if you could think of a second Booster Gold villain. Oh, I mean, you have, you have <laughs> Paradigaton, you got, like, time-traveling villains. Well, well the point you is, know, I, I couldn't think of two as yeah. Booster Gold villains, so I wasn't going to ask it. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask yeah. things I could yeah. answer, so, so, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> so, uh, second favorite. Well, if I put Jason at one, that means Cheetah's two. <laughs> so... <laughs> Now, see, I'm going to, I'm going to count that by saying that uh, if you like the villain, then you enjoy stories with said villain, and you do not enjoy stories with Jason, so I'm, I'm disputing that he greatly. A terrible villain. Uh, so yeah, if Cheetah's number one, just because of the whole Barbara Ann stuff, I've really taken a liking to Cersei from Rucka's run, and then her popping up in Witching Hour. Mm. I'm glad they kept that same version. You know, I just think she's like this. She's kind of what Loki is to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I feel we're yeah. You can't trust her. She has her own motives. She might be her hero one minute. But isn't necessarily just evil. I mean, yeah. when it comes to, to Wonder Woman, I mean, Cheetah, Ares, Cersei, or Kenny are big three, and then, mm. yeah, you've got your, so your B-tier Wonder Woman villains like uh, yeah. Gigant and characters like yeah. that. You know, Dr. Psycho. He's, you know, he's probably in the B, that B, upper B-tier. Yeah. Dr. Psycho in the right hands is utterly terrifying. Delightful. Like, I remember the rumors of Dr. Psycho being the, the villain in the movie, and they were going after um, Tyrion. Uh, I'm blanking on his real name. Uh, from Pure Game Dinklage. of Thrones, Connor. Pure Dinklage. I know. I Dinklage. There you go. There you go. Struggle. I do it with Pete sometimes as well. Yeah. I was like, come on, Connor. You know what I'm saying. And I think Dinklage could make Dr. Psycho just terrifying with the right writing. So, yeah. That's a Wonder Woman movie I'd like to see directed by David Lynch. Oh, no, thank you. But Doctor Psycho is the villain. No, you'd like to see directed by David Lynch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I feel I feel like there's a villain for each character where David Lynch would be the perfect one to direct that movie. All right, so who is he for for Superman? Oh, um, Mixie. Uh, yeah, oh. easy. Okay, uh, that is an easy one. Scarecrow for Batman. Okay, okay. Flash. No, no, Batman is Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah, I can see Mad Hatter, yeah. Well, he's got a few crazy villains like that that could, could apply. Uh, Flash. Oh, I feel I feel like Mirror Master, because he could do something with all these mirror worlds and reflections. Yeah. Like, you know, you could... Yeah, okay. Echoes of, like, you know... That's, that's, yeah, that's I'm going to do deeper. Spielberg ones now. Like, who's, you know, the, 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 the action-y. The generic ones, is the Spielberg. Well, not even generic, but like, <laughs> what does Spielberg Superman movie look like? Oh, uh, I feel like Spielberg just goes traditional and has Lex. Uh, I don't, I don't really see him necessarily having any cool picks. Yeah, but I, I could see him having Lex be the puppet master, like yeah. like they tried to do and failed utterly in BVS. Yeah, because when you think of Doomsday, you think of him being puppeteered by Lex Luthor. <laughs> Yeah, good lord. God, I hate that movie. <laughs> <sighs> I right, know, so that, that's Pete. a cute film. Second favorite Batman villain. Second favorite Batman villain. 
Do you know, actually, someone asked me on Twitter for a top five Batman villains recently. I wish I could remember what I wrote, because it would be an easy answer. Who did I have on there? Oh, no, I think my second favourite was James Gordon Jr. I think that's what I put. He was two or three, for sure. Fair enough. I had Bane on there, and I had Mr. Freeze on there. Yeah. Yeah. I think Scarecrow was fifth. Yeah, I think that was. I think. I think. I think. Yeah, I think Joker barely cracks the five. He might be five. For mine. Yeah, Joker's such a boring answer, but he, like when he's handled right, there's just nothing else. Yeah, like it. Well, I mean, I well, just we, I we feel like Matt's number one is Ivy. Yeah, well, Ivy, Ivy, and Two Face, depending if she's a villain or not. You know, if she's if she's a villain, then yes. If not, then. She gets bumped down. The sad thing about Batman villains is you could easily do a top ten and not and, and have it be ten great villains because the the guy's mm-hmm. rogue gallery is ridiculously yeah. insane. Well, and like depending like like uh, um, Batgirl's ventriloquist when when uh, Simone was yes. writing, that was yeah. a great concept. I feel like she didn't execute. Mm. But that was a nice twist on ventriloquist. You know, mm. so you can you can do different things too with each of these oh, villains. And- my favourite Superman villain, I think, is Brainiac, which I know we're doing second favourites, but I feel like yeah. as much as Brainiac's not a Lex- weird answer, it's it's less common than Lex Luthor, so I'll mention it. Yeah, that, that would have been my second favourite. Yeah. Brainiac. No, Brainiac's cool. I, just, oh, I like Parasite because yeah. he's a physical threat. Superman doesn't get too many physical threat villains, right? Because he's the biggest Not strongest. long-term ones. That's no. Yeah. Well, that's why, that's why, what's his name in Superman right now? In Bendis. Rogelzar. Sorry, Rogelzar. I keep wanting to call him Kanjar Roan. I know that's not true. Kanjar Roan is a completely different character. But it's just because of the the sound of it. Rogelzar. Kanjar Roan. Okay, who have we not done? Who have I not asked you about yet? Um, Second favorite Aquaman villain, Matt. Um. It basically boils down to, to Orm and Black Manta, right? So it kind of does, yeah. It's, it it's does. Whoever, you put, whoever you put in one, that's who two is. I've really taken a liking to Orm right now, just from from the 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 Mera mini and then stuff that happened in Justice League. So is he one or is he two? I'm not too sure. <laughs> There's a joke about going to the toilet here waiting to be made but I'll, 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 <laughs> I, I shall refrain from such juvenile ta- antics we're not that petty uh, are we <laughs> cyborg what name one cyborg villain the writers, the writers. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> Oh, you did. No, he did. Um, I don't know because there's, there's all these pits of other villains you can go down. Like the JSA has tons of villains you could be yeah. name dropping for for favorites. Yeah, we'd be here all day though. Yeah, we would be here all day. But there's some I great see. ones in there. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get the the cold villains together on one. <laughs> okay, Mister Freeze, Captain Cold, Minister Blizzard, Cold Snap, Icicle, Icicle Junior. <laughs> Killer Frost. Killer Frost, yeah. Frost. Yeah. Um, well, she's kind of an to hero now, but yeah, this. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I won't stick. What's that? We're at seven, seven Frost villains. Huh? 
Yeah. That's so, a league. That's, that's, that's yeah. not like a freezing league or something. Like, um, Surely they have to have like an ice hockey theme or something like that. <laughs> so that's got to be their, got to be their thing. By the way, I came up with, or I, I came across last week the designs for the Metropolis Mammoths, which was the, the, the hockey team from the button. Mm-hmm. And DC, if you are listening, please make those a thing. Like, I would love, like, superhero-themed hockey jerseys, but, like... To, you, you want to the merch. Teams. You want to give them the money. Yeah, yep, I do. Because that the mammoth, it might be orange and blue, then it's kind of like the Islanders colors. But those are some slick-looking designs out of Fabric. Like, produce this, please. Uh, so who's not mentioned that it should be mentioned? So Reverse Flash should be mentioned. Black Adam should absolutely be mentioned. Um, in terms of great villains. Yeah. Maxwell Lord? Anyone? Nah, I'm not a big fan of his. I don't feel like Maxwell Lord. It's alright. I mean, I I I wouldn't put him on a best of list, though. That's fair. No, because he's had two stories, really, where he was the villain. Yeah, he had Sacrifice, and then the uh, Justice League versus the Suicide Squad. Other than that, where's he really been? Sorry to please... You know, it's funny because there's some villains where I like the stories associated with them, but I'm actually that into the villain themselves. Like, like you know, Black Black Hand from Blackest Night. Like, I don't really care about him himself that much, but I really like the story revolving around him. Yeah, but I think that was the point of that was he was this jokey villain that Johns made the gateway to death, and that was metal as hell. And then we'll <laughs> never see him again. We did see him yeah. again though. Well, On. And John's three fifty two stuff in Green Lantern. Well, yeah, but not. I think since... he meant like post John. Oh, okay, post John. Yeah, right, post yeah. John's like he's he's not there. I, I thought he just meant you know post you know Black. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. He meant after John's finishes his story yeah. and you know wraps up with that stuff, no one else is going to pick up on it. Actually, no. Joe, who's looking really good, uh, Hugo Strange. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hugo Strange is well handled. There's, there's some good Hugo Strange stuff. I do like Hugo Strange a lot. Um, do you know what? I was just I'm scanning a list for names that we've not mentioned, right? And one of them just says Carol Ferris, and I know technically she has been villainous in the past, but it feels like a bit of a stretch. Yeah, but not really much. Not anymore. anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know, we've never considered this for for the cold team, right? But I mean, you could put Weather Wizard on there because he can go cold. Yeah, no, he's got too much versatility. He he can be like the neutral bridge. He he can be like the the the. The call and help, you know, if they need that other member. Oh yeah, so like, but you, you could, yeah, because you him with 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 Captain Cold. <clears throat> he could like, he could maybe hey, be an honorary guest. Yeah, so there you go. Honorary guest. Uh, hey Martin, we need some cover. Lay lay down some fog. And they just come no, 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 he's not. He's not allowed stuff. to do fog. He has to do a blizzard. Okay, well, then what's the point of having Minister Blizzard? If you're just gonna exactly. have Weather Wizard doing the blizzard. Well. He can find some because you can have a blizzard within your blizzard, so you're blizzarding while you're blizzarding. Yeah, I think with that we should talk about books because we ain't gonna top that blizzard. (laughs) You're blizzarding. Probably true. Although I'm shocked Matt's not mentioned Starro at this up to this point. Well, because he's not a villain anymore. Jaro's dope. Jaro is so cool. All right, then, that'll take us on to the first book of the week, which is The Green Lantern, Issue 1. Grant Morrison and his return to DC, although, amusingly, he also guest wrote on another book this week as well. Uh, yeah, that was evident 
Even if his name didn't show up, I would have known. <laughs> More than that later. Don't, don't sell your sell your future opinions, Matt. Uh, so Grant Morrison, uh, Liam Sharp uh, on the art, of course. Uh, so yeah, I, mean, I think we're all curious about what this was going to be, uh, how it was going to feel. Uh, a little obtuse at the very least, because that's just what Grant Morrison is like, and they did not disappoint in that you, regard. You either like that or you hate it. Um, I I go back and forth depending on what's happening. Yeah. My my favorite Morrison is the stuff that's not overly trippy. So like mm. most of his Batman run, like he had, he did the series, I forget for what company called Claws, which was about the origin of Santa Claus. Yeah. That was that, that got trippy in part but for the most part was just like the straightforward story. Um I was hoping that for here and I feel like I got a mixed bag. Okay, mixed bag from Matt. How did you enjoy it, Connor? I very much enjoyed it, quite a lot. That was that. That that was somehow very positive, yet sounding half asleep as he said it. That was a the yeah, little... very, that was a very solemn. Enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, so that that was a, yeah. that was a magical <laughs> rendition of praise. It was praise. Get over it. <laughs> how and, and how did you feel, Pete? Um, I I liked it. I especially liked it more once it got going. I thought the first chunk. Was maybe its roughest section, um, where I got what it was doing for the most part, but it was jumping around so many aliens that there was times when I genuinely thought I was looking at the character from like the previous page, and I wasn't. I was looking at a new character and a new scene, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, all right, okay, right." I just had to think about that again a bit yeah. more. Yeah, um, Grant really threw you into the the thick of it in the beginning. And don't get me wrong. I I I I've I've seen people say this, so I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's true, but I, I would have assumed anyway that every single alien species in these first few pages are all based on history. Like I, I have no doubt mm-hmm. that Grant Morrison went through decades of Green Lantern and DC material yeah. and picked... because that's what Green, that's what Grant Morrison does. That's what yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah. I, I fully expect that. Well, the whole the whole Seven Soldiers series. Because I was talking to my friend Jared about this that we want to read it, but it's seven issues of seven series. And he pulled from all over the, you know, DC yeah. history to pull from them. And it's like, that's a lot, you know, yeah. by, by the end of it, that's like, what, 40, 49 yeah. issues plus, plus the cap issues. So you probably knowing him, you're probably at 52. Like, yeah, it's also nice, nice round number. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, it's a big undertaking, but when it's something like that and a mind like Morrison's, you kind of just get in and hold on and, that's what I'm doing right now because I don't think I really enjoyed this issue, but I'm also not gonna not read the next one. You know what I mean? Like it's funny because I feel like the, the opening feels more complex than it actually is because when you actually boil it down, all that's really happening it's a is, heist. It's the start of a, a cop yeah. story. It's it's the villains mm-hmm. have stolen something. Um, we don't know what it is. It's kind of mysterious. They're on the run, and of course we, they eventually get to crash landing on Earth, which is where Hal ends up right into them. But the way it cuts to him where he's just going about his daily business you know is whatever um wasn't he still with carol at the end of the last time we saw him in a relationship last, yep last <laughs> i remember yeah i'm trying because obviously that relationship was not a big factor of of hallam pals yeah no but there was that image at one point where him and carol embraced each other yeah 
Um, what was the, the last thing that happened with him in, in Green Lanterns? Because um, obviously he was he was taking his little oh. break, and then he yeah. came back and helped him out. Yep. We got the we got the move back to Nuoa. Mm-hmm. And then I still don't understand. Hal, nothing really happened with Hal at the end of that, did it? No, not really. There was no, no setup. For... He just his ring because it was different doesn't need to be charged like the rest of them. Remember, because yeah. that's where the corruption comes from, from Cyborg Superman. So yeah, well, I think it still needed to be charged, but it wasn't charged with anything connected to their central battery. Right. You know, it's... Yeah. Well, even his though, from what I understand from Venditti's, because he forged his own ring, like it, it has different rules. It does. Than, yeah. Than yeah. the other ones. It needs to be charged. So it doesn't have to be though. like charged as, as much. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because who knows how much time has gone on in between this now. Sure. Yeah. Like we know that they've moved to to Nuoa from Mogo. Um, yeah. And we know that he's on leave. Yeah, that that wasn't at the end of the the last stuff, was it? No, no, it was the Green Lanterns. Well, they're, they're moving to New Oa. No, no, with with Hal on oh. on forced leave. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, that, we're, yeah, we're just learning about that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah New Oa was set up. Um, New Oa was, yeah. So it was because it's funny because because this woman shows up as if they're in like a a, a regular relationship, and I'm like, man, Carol looks different. <laughs> and then you know like, the next page yeah. is like, hey Eve, and I'm like, oh okay. Well, then I even thought it might be Cowgirl from. You I know, thought that as well. From yeah. early John John, I was like, okay, cool. And then someone completely different, and I was like, oh, okay, well, this is weird. Yeah, um, t- it, time it, has passed. Yeah, but you, we were talking about in, in the section before about Earth Ones. This felt like this could have been an Earth One, like because it's familiar enough mm. to Green Lanterns while also being uniquely its own thing. But then it starts to tie into stuff that's going on in that had just happened. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, this is weird. The skeptical side of me says that we're using Eve here because Morrison plans to kill her by the end of his <laughs> end of his tenure. And that's why it's not Carol or Yeah. Or even I if he even wanted to use Cowgirl. It's kinda of weird how yeah. she just disappeared and she's been gone for a while I, now. I feel point. like if he wanted to, he could kill Cowgirl. Probably. I don't think there's yeah. gonna be a huge editorial it, backlash from that it'd probably yeah. get away with it but he may have may have uh, more yeah. uh quite quite a raunchy scene actually they have quite a, a lot yeah. of panels going on there well uh, again that's what made me feel like it was an earth one because there's different rules you know what i mean this is a regular dc comic so i was like wow yeah how did you feel Go about the random weird joke about people driving by seeing the homeless like you know it, was, it looked like homeless people fighting hal jordan to them and like yeah. oh they're training for the homeless fight club or whatever it for was bum fights I was just like, man, bum fights hasn't been a thing for like years, however yeah. terrible it was. But yeah. But see, this is where I like Morrison because the type of alien that we get, you know, it's, it's cool, his hive it? mind. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's trying to approximate human language, but it, so it just feels wrong when it's talking. Yeah. And that's how Hal knows something's up. So I, I or, like the pacing of that scene. Or even, and again, I'm assuming this is something he's pulled from an old Green Lantern comic, but even the idea of there's a Green Lantern who's actually like a... It's a, it's a, you know, it's a sentient a, virus. A, yeah, sentient virus. But there's like a floating finger for the ring for the, for said virus mm-hmm. to wear. I mean, that's just such a weird concept. Um, but So he sees the crash ship and he's like, deja vu, because uh, obviously it's very reminiscent of his, his origin with uh, Abin Sur landing. Um, yeah. And he's like, hey, there's this thing, and you go catch these criminals that are on Earth, and he gets, says he's oath, he's in his suit. I do like how classic the suit looks uh, in Sharps yeah. are. 
You know, this yeah. book looks fantastic. Like Liam Sharp, it it reminds me of Kirby, but it also reminds me of current like contemporary. Oh, yeah, I can, well. I can see the Kirby's, especially that that first page. Yeah, that hu- the huge imposing power battery. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it looks really good, but I don't think it looks as good as Wonder Woman. I disagree with that. I I feel that they're they're two different. I'm not. Things. I'm not. I feel like his style. You can still tell it's Liam Sharp, oh, but yeah. I feel the style here is a little bit more loose. I'm. I'm than... not. I'm not in love with every page, right? There's some like I love the, the the page where he's sitting up for the first time. I love that big power battery shot. I love some of the stuff with the alien ships like flying away and all that. But there's some pages where I'm not as into the page where uh, he's got the big green hand holding people, uh, and then the bottom panel is like a 16 ton weight on the villain, right? Uh, the, the big those parts are fine, but the big full shot of him uh, on that page, I think, looks a bit off. He looks really kind of his legs look unnaturally long, and his face I looks kind of weird. Um, I don't know. It feels a bit know. off to me. I, 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 I can maybe see the legs thing. Um, the face looks fine to me though. And I, I don't know. It's all, all, all just just a bit too much for the squiggles. Say- on the I wonder if well. maybe there's a bit a bit too much going on because obviously you mentioned the finger there and I think you've misread that because I think that was yeah. the finger of the the main alien and it got bitten off by the fly mm-hmm. and the virus was just inside his body anyway like that's how we, their, their partnership worked he just lived inside him yeah. oh okay um so I wonder if it's but just either way he's kind of right though because it's it's this lantern as a finger yeah wearing it, the ring it is at you this know what point, I mean? yeah yeah, but, but I, I'm wondering, like, because I, I love those pages, but there's so much going on. I wonder, did you maybe just kind of miss the panel, like, uh, with it, or like not not quite catch it? Because there's, it's much more detailed in all the background. I'd, ha- I'd have to go back, it. but honestly, that's probably my biggest complaint with some of those pages is I think some of them are just too busy. Um, uh, I'm mm. trying to go back and find it. Um, but yeah, that second page, like, because the, the the page even when he finds the crashed ship and the alien say that the ship. Arguably, just has a bit too much detail on it. It's a bit too busy, I think, for me. Um, and that's not to say that you can't have a busy d- design that I'll like. It's just something. It feels, feels about... very much like Alien to me, though. Like it yeah, feels like those it, ships. It does it feel really kind of like the stuff in uh, the Earth One yeah. Green Lantern book. Yeah, but I like that. I like the look at that more though. I think the art in that's... Green Lantern Earth One was well, better than I this. I think it's just coming down to subjectiveness. Like, yeah, no, that like... is, but. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to articulate why it's not mm. like I, you know a complete knockout the park for me. There's a lot of great art in this book. This is not me trying to uh, you know put it down, um, but yeah, yeah, it's very busy. Like you know that 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 uh, it's the second page actually. I, I'd say the yeah. second page is too busy. There's far too much going on in the background. See, I'm really into it. It makes it feel like this this chaotic fight. You know, everything's going on. It's it's all this alien world. I, I think for me, I, I still I think that has to the art has to be done in such a way that it, it draws me to the main part of it where there's a, if you feel like there's a lot going on, but your eye still finds you know it still is attracted to the main focus of the panel, right, and what the main point of the panel is. Um, but for this page, for example, I think my eye has to kind of adjust and sort of look for what the main thing is. Um, outside of the fact that the speech bubble is coming from the main character, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it just it's it's a bit cluttered. Like I, I wonder if maybe just different. There is slightly different colouring in the background compared to the, the the forefront characters, but I'm wondering if maybe just making that a bit more extreme would have would have helped. Maybe, yeah. Kind of thing. 
like I say, I, I, I don't want to like sound super negative on it because there's a lot of great art in this this book. I just think there's some pages that are a little bit too overstuffed. Uh, and the, the page I was talking about before with the uh, the squiggles, I just think there's too many squiggles behind Hal. It feels a bit, just a bit overdone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just it, it reminded me of, of his one woman stuff, just because there was always something on it, like that first issue with all the vines and whatnot, where there was Katega. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. And I feel that's just his style. And then you think about all the Celtic knots and whatnot in the Batman Wonder Woman team up. Yeah, I, I, I love the way he plays with some of the light. Like the first page with just the split corners. There's the page uh, after the Book of Oa stuff where it's um, just some just different uh, angles for the panels. I, I it's like for... these diamond shapes and arrows. and It's, it's, it's really interesting. Actually, I'm going to make a leap here. I think it's actually the colouring. I think there's too many colours. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by this. The, the page with um, the big squirrel, I mean, the big squirrel alien gets really tall, right? And it's like a full yeah. page yeah. spread of him, but there's a couple of panels of Hal at the bottom and the top. And he's the, the big squirrel alien saying, Degree! Whatever that is. Right? It's the sound he's making. Right? That, panel, that, that page has a very simple colour palette where everything's kind of a tone of the same colour and it's just the, the, the space behind them in the night sky. Everything's kind of got a sort of orangey, yeah. browny, tan kind of mm-hmm. shading to it. Yeah, until you get to the, the green glows. Yeah. I think that page looks fantastic yeah. because I think the colouring being simple actually helps the the, the excessive detail it's in the line work. Mm. Yeah. I, I think I like that page much more than some of the other ones where it's just colour everywhere. It feels like there's more restraint and it has more of a style and because of that the green in the panels with Hal pop a bit more because it's like oh here's the green one yeah that's fair I'll, I'll agree with Pete on that one the colouring does feel different like it is, and I wonder um, why he chose to do that you it's know, playing like, a lot more with the, the glow of the green at points mm-hmm. um, and, and it's really making it kind of scratchy into the into the darkness well it's just funny uh, because the page after that one I think the the, 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 the bottom of that page with Hal uh, flying up and there's all these green streaks down below below him. I actually think it looks really good. I think that looks much better than the, the other page with the squiggles. I see the the page with the squiggles just about whether the the lights coming from his hand, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I don't have a problem with the colours on that page. Uh, I think the lighting in that is is gorgeous. Joe, I think it's just too much. It's just it 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 looks less like Green Lantern effect and more like some sort of magic effect I'd expect off a of Zatanna <laughs> or something like that. It looks too okay. much like smoke. Well, okay, I, I, I can see what you're getting at. I don't know, it just, it just feels a bit off to me. Whereas, a few pages later, those like harsh streaks against the space, you know, the, the black space in the yeah. background, and it's these green streaks coming from his body um, and sort of behind them. Uh, I think that looks really nice. That looks really pretty. So, I don't know, yeah. like I say, there's some pages I don't love as much, there's other pages I think are, are really, really good. Um... So yeah, the Book of Oa has been infected. They can't trust it because they've noticed that there's been some manipulation and some details and alterations have happened. And yes, we, I wonder who could be to blame. And we see the Book of Oa and there's a symbol in the Book of Oa. <laughs> Matt, bring it home for us. I just... I was just looking up Liam Sharp in his, his background to see what in his art, you know... He wasn't listening. Maybe he wasn't listening. Matt, Matt, bring it home as tell us what the symbol was. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I thought you were telling me. Oh, I thought you were trying to get me to pay attention. <sighs> I was going through Liam Sharp's stuff. Hold on. We'll, we'll come back there. to Liam Sharp's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 
There's only half listening. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan, Matt. I was looking for Doctor Manhattan. Oh yeah, in the book. Yeah. It's the book of war. Yes, we're talking about. Yeah, I remember seeing that that? earlier. Huh? You did read this, right? No, I did read it. It just I read it on Wednesday, and it's it's been a couple days. I I felt for for me that was like one of those memorable (laughs) moments of, oh shit, we're dealing with Manhattan fallout in this, which was not something I was expecting. I, I'm skeptical. Like, part of me is like, "Oh, this is cool. Yeah. It's tying in." But I, part of me wonders if it's just a case of he wants an Morrison wanted an excuse where they couldn't trust o, uh, the Kavoa, and this was just a convenient tie-in he could make and say, "Okay, probably it's Manhattan." Is. <laughs> no, no, it probably is, but it's possible that Hal might do some investigating. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah, because it does. This does have the feel like because it started off with a heist, like Pete was saying, that's like a cop book. You know, um, but I could see it going into that kind of noirish, him going into these dirty, yeah, back Morrison, rooms and whatnot. He, he was from the when the book was announced, he kept saying he wanted to make it a cop book again, right? He wanted to bring yeah. it back to basics, but let's be honest, it's Morrison, so it's not going to stay at basics. Yeah, but here's, well, the, no, but here's, here's the other thing, I think yeah. we expected that it would be fairly standalone because Morrison. I think we almost expected that it would almost ignore yeah. c- continuity because he's done that in the mm. past. He's just he's if if it suits him, he will ignore continuity and not give a shit because he wants to tell his own yep. weird story. He, he does just do his own thing. So I think yeah. that's why it's surprising that he's even got a tie to anything going on. Never mind Doomsday Clock, which almost none of the books have really had much of a reference to in a while. Um, yeah. You know, Titans had a few things about Manhattan early on. Um, does you know? I think Flash had a had a you know so, you know so, you know someone's behind this kind of thing, but yeah. um, it's not been a ton of it. So so Morrison doing a, a a tease like this, and probably a more overt one, given that we're just outright seeing his symbol. Yeah, we we'd have probably been guessing that oh, was this Manhattan? If we were just told about yeah. the book of our stuff, right? We would have been going, right. oh, is that an impact of that stuff? It, but yeah, as, as soon as they, seeing it, as soon as they 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 said, oh, it's uh, someone's manipulated. Things have changed. I'd have been like, oh, as a Manhattan change yeah you know exactly but yeah so actually seeing it's surprising i think because of because of those reasons um so i think the uh the page after that is one of the most gorgeous pages in the book with the the layouts and then that like a aurora effect at the bottom yeah it's just nice. gorgeous that's pretty nice um so one of the guardians thinks is a traitor and even thinks he know he knows who it is we already know who it will be do you understand jordan so he takes him off to talk, so we don't get to hear the rest of that. Uh, and then we get uh, the Black Stars, the final page of the book teases that they have an antimatter version of Hal Jordan of which they are harvesting his heart to make some kind of Green Lantern weapon. At least that's what I got from it. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. They're, they're calling him the Weaponeer. Now, this isn't the Weaponeer we had before, is it? No. No. Didn't the think so. Yeah, the Weaponeer was more like... You know, Trying to find who more looked like, but it's much more jacked. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. the weapon. It was obviously a, a thing, and I'm like, but it wasn't. It wasn't a version of Hal before. No, that. But no. it's it notable he's done a yellow lantern suit, and we do know if you. This is going way back when. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, Sinestro originally got his power ring from yeah. Weapon Eight, from yeah. from the, uh, the antimatter universe and the Weapon Eight. because so. he was banished there. Yeah. For breaking. Um, so many of the roles. And Quard goes way back. You know, I've been reading some Silver Age Green Lantern not that long ago, and yeah, you know, Quard shows up quite early on in that book, uh, before Sinestro mm. does. So, 
it's a, it's a whole it's a whole thing and there's even like a, a coming soon on green lantern like sort of tease at the end with all these different things there's a green arrow team up coming up there's all sorts yeah is yeah. is this just a 12 issue series I, I, remember, I can't remember like i know there was a lot of I'm, rumors i'm thinking yeah I'm I, that's what it's gonna be. Not not officially though, is it? I don't think it's officially a maxi series, but I think Grant Morrison is, as far as we know, is only on twelve issues. Right, so that's the expectation. But no, that's fine. I was just uh, just wondering. But so I, it didn't say one of twelve at the at the. Yeah, I, I think it's officially an ongoing. So I think there's the option that if he wants to stay on for another four or whatever at the end, he might. It could become sixteen. It could become twenty. Yeah. Could become I love on the coming soon page. I love that panel of the correct lantern. Hmm. Uh, that, that I like the one right above that of all the different lanterns from the different multiverses. Yeah, there's a bat yeah. lantern in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's the, that, there's the uh, magic is that lantern gun at the back. Yep, he's the demon one from the, yeah. the magic earth. You got what looks like a Bizarro Green Lantern up the front. Um. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So no, interesting big concept. So even though it's a bit more procedural, it still has a lot of ongoing threads that are clearly going to be a big deal mm-hmm. yeah. as we go through it. Um, nah. Now, I would say I, li- I liked it for the most part. Um, couple of busy pages here or there. I think a bit clunky at the start in Morrison's clunky way <laughs> that he sometimes does, but mm-hmm. um, it's part of the charm. But it's it's definitely not Return to Bruce Wayne or um, you know, so, so some of the Morrison books that I've outright just flat out hated or disliked. Uh, you mean like his action comics? Oh, I like his no. action comics. Yeah, I just no, like that. Oh, I like it. it. I, I like yeah, it as well. I like it as a standalone. Like, don't make it. That's not his de facto origin, but I like it for what it is. Yeah, just as a story. I never finished yeah. that. I don't think I got to like I should eleven uh, or twelve. I think. No, uh, I had a blast with that. No. Super Doom. I, I just remember that being a short read at the time. Maybe I'd appreciate it more now, but I, I, I just. Re- well, if if you know where it's going, you can pick up on the stuff there, and I just feel like it's a nice homage. To Superman comics. M- month yeah. to month, that was such a weird. Oh, yeah. Read. I, 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 it didn't I help that the regular it's... Superman book was also shit at the time. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. I, I have support. It's better the second time through as well. Once you mm. know the, what what it's doing. Yeah. Mm. I enjoyed it the first time, but the second time, it's like, okay, now this is pretty great. Yeah. yeah. I I just remember being annoyed at a lot of the changes. The the the, the landlady kind of fell in for the Kents and just other weird things. And... Yeah, but then again, when, when, once you realize it, like through the frame, this was meant to be like a a standalone story that was his his take on Golden Age Superman. Yeah. Then you're mm. like, okay, well, that was a terrible idea to make it the opening the incontinuity. Yeah. Yeah. To uh, the the whole New Fifty Two. So yeah. Also, short and jeans look can go die in a fire. I want none to do. Jeans Superman really is the best. Bad. No, Gene Superman is not no worst. Gene Superman is my homeboy. I I, I will take electric blue over Gene Superman. No, at least that's a proper suit. It's not. It's not a great suit, but it's a proper suit. Nothing wrong with the the jeans and t shirt. It's fine. No. Oh my god! I keep so I went to the gym this morning. I keep every time I move my leg, I pull my hamstring, and it sucks. So if you guys see me fidgeting and hitting my desk, that's why. <laughs> so this, this is why you don't go to the gym. Okay. Yeah, but I want to live longer, Connor. I, mean, <laughs> I want to live try. longer, but I also want to eat Taco Bell, so I have to have a compromise. 
<laughs> the gym is that compromise. Oh yeah. dear. Um, I suppose we should rate Green Lantern. Unless there's anything else anyone wants to add before we before we rate it. No. No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty positive overall. I'm pretty positive. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, I Connor seems pretty positive, but uh, I'll ask Matt yeah. first. Matt, what were you rating it? Yeah. So this was it was again. I enjoyed it enough, but like if this was just like a, a mini series, I'd be like, oh, I'm coming back. I'll come back later. But because it's going to be an ongoing, I'm going to come back. So I have to give it something like a like a, a seven, seven point five, in that range. I'll go seven point five because the art. I did enjoy the art. Okay, Carter. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with an eight point five. I was I was really feeling it. All right, uh, now straight eight for me. Um, yeah. it, 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 it was nice that it upticked for me because I was a little bit worried after the first few pages when I was feeling just a little bit eh, I don't know if I'm into this uh, but yeah. it, it got better as it went So yeah. I was kind of into those first few pages Matt I think your mic's gone okay yeah. don't say okay could, could have just, just unplugged it yeah, yeah if it's gone it's gone just, just do Sorry. it <laughs> I'm trying not to die here right? <laughs> I'm trying to get to the break <laughs> <laughs> You can't oh. die from a hamstring. It's fine. Oh, uh, it feels like I can right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How long can we prolong this, Pete? Oh, oh I mean, I'll just get up at a certain point, Connor. So I mean, it's it's too late into the chunk to to start a new book. But I mean, I'm, I feel like dragging this out, so Matt's in misery for a little bit. God damn, yeah. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> For the audio listeners, he's like shuffling from side to side like every oh. five seconds. It, it's like he's leaning to the side to let a fart. He's just kind of like, Ugh. yeah. Still try to straighten my leg without knocking out my computer cable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if Matt's uh, sort of fixed himself out and I, I think so, I'm just gonna sit as still as possible. Yes. I don't fancy your chances, to be honest. Knowing you. No. Uh, we're going to move on to Batman number 58, which is Tom King and Mikkel Janin uh, on the art. So, um, this, this is, obviously, this was at the start of New York. And actually, it's one of these things where I don't necessarily keep up to date with what the next arcs in some books are going to be, especially with Tom King's Batman, where he's going through like, all of these like three or four issue arcs so constantly. Like, I'm not always aware of what the next one's about or what it's centering around. So I'm like, oh, it's a Penguin story. All right. <laughs> okay. You know, open, open up. Um and this is maybe one of the stories that's tied a bit more directly into the overall Bane plot and where that's maybe going long term uh-huh. um, yeah. with, with the overall plan. Uh, so this is about how Penguin is in some way involved with Bane and that the Mr. Freeze trial was in some something to do with Bane as well. And Bane seemed to yeah. want Mr. Freeze to be convicted and is not happy that it's not went through. Uh, probably so we can have a little chat with him very possibly yeah, yeah. Um, and and he's upset that it looks like bruce wayne tampered the jury for uh that to help batman out that's what it, the the story that, yeah. that they think it is yeah which yeah. i like because that's what we were saying like oh he's clearly doing it but um <laughs> so i like in in continuity that's what it also looks like to the people of gotham yeah i mean we know he just really 12 angry men that and and yeah. succeeded but yeah it looks suspicious mm-hmm. from the outset um yeah and penguin's upset he's, he's mourning love of his life yeah so 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 is this his 
We know it's someone close to him, right? Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to step on on the reveal that happens midway through. Hmm. Um, so let, let me know when we can talk about that. So I don't want, oh, I don't we can talk spoilers about the book. We don't have like a spoiler-free section. No, I know, but so is this supposed to be his daughter? Um, see, I don't know because there was a reference to her father at one point, but the dates uh, on the on the the tombstones would kind of go, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, the, the dates in the tombstones made me think it was his daughter, but the way his guards were saying to Penguin, oh, she was one of a kind boss, it really made me think, no, he just had a much younger wife. <laughs> much younger. Yeah, much younger. I mean, it, it could be. Yeah, it was. It was um because I thought I was thinking that it was it was daughter until you know, she says, uh, you know, oh, do you want to invite a family? Her father's been causing some trouble at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so he's not the father. Exactly. No. So, yeah, no, I think it's just a younger wife. I guess you know. Yeah. Which isn't that unheard of. So. No. No. Um, I guess that's just the case. Uh, so he's like, no, no, we won't, we won't kill Bruce Wayne, but we will go after the butler, and we cut to this wonderful image of Alfred polishing the the T Rex teeth, uh, upside down, suspended in the air. That man, that man is so dedicated to his job. I- I love it. He says because there's been a blood stain there since. Mister, he calls him Mister Zoom. Mister Zoom, yeah. yes. The fight Attack. with Mister Zoom. Oh, that was that was great. Yeah, it was. Even better, I think, is the next couple of pages, when Alfred's predicting everything Bruce is going to say to him over the comms. He's just kind of like guessing. He's not getting it word for word, but he's getting the gist of everything he's saying to him. Yeah. Uh, the points there. The, down, down, you know, down to a T. Um, but the big twist of this show, though, is you know we get this this uh, sort of cutting back and forth of Alfred investigating a, a smash window in the mansion, mm-hmm. whilst Batman's working his way to Penguin. And the big twist at the end is is that Penguin, you know, there's a, there's a sniper on Alfred, and he's ready to go. And when Batman gets to Penguin at the end, Penguin says, "Right, if, you know, uh, you got the you got the the Wayne Butler, and you know, on your sights." And he's like, "Yes, sir." He's like, "What do we do?" He's like, "No, don't take the shot." Uh, instead, shoot the pilot and then shoot yourself, and you just hear bang bang, and then Penguin says to Batman, "We need to talk." And this is intriguing to me because it very heavily implies at this point, unless this is all part of some master plan in of itself, that Penguin actually wants to work with Batman in some level mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. possibly tell him about Bane because of what's went down with his his beloved. Um, yep. I, whether or not it's he in some way blames Bane and wants revenge, or he just has a bit of a conscience in some way. I mean, I'm not sure which way it's going yet. But um, see, I I like to think of it too is like the state that he's at with with what had happened. He's he's feeling like he's above all this, so he's gonna do what he wants to do. Like mm. he doesn't work for anybody. He's the Penguin. You know, he runs stuff in, in Gotham City. Sense. So, and now this this grief with the loss of his his wife will just say that uh, he's like, well, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to work with Batman, you know, because we're going to, you know, yeah, figure I mean, this out. I mean, you could say his hatred of Bane is, is more just the idea that mm-hmm. he's living in fear that, you know, that, that if things don't go Bane's way, there'll be reprisals on him. He's no longer the, the, the top dog. Yeah, you could just, mm-hmm. you know, rather than specific... That Bane had any anything to do with the death. It's more just that he he's like no 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 no. I, I don't work for someone. I'm not scared of someone. Um, yeah. So it's like because I, I can almost see him selling it to Batman. It's kind of that way. Where like hey, I, I'm I'm the enemy. You know. Yeah. Sure. I've got my legal gambling. I've got all this going on. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of keep me under some level of control. You know how to handle me. 
But what's going on with Bane is is a lot more dangerous and serious. Um, and it also makes me wonder: Does he know he's Bruce? You know, there's the whole thing where yeah. he he's like he's like no, he's making it clear we had Alfred in our sights. We could have killed him right now, and then I chose not yeah. to while you were here to listen for it. Mm. Is that him saying I know that he's connected to you? Now listen, I've made my you know I've I've got your attention essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. and I- I like that though, because I like that. When I thought they were going after Alfred, I was like, "Oh no, no!" Like, first we had, yeah, first we had Dick Grayson. Yeah. Now Which, you, you can't take out Alfred so soon. I like that scene with Gordon, by the way. Gordon tried to talk about Dick yeah. and Batman just, just not having it. Yeah, I loved the, the there was a cop on the forest. He went through it, and it was real hard. But he came back, and and your boy's never been afraid to do what's hard. And I just, I love that, that moment between him. Like, that's the other one we've talked about before is like, deep down in my head, Canon, he knows that that's Bruce Wayne, you know, Gordon. So he's just trying to comfort him as a friend. And I like that. I don't think he needs to in this case, though, because it's just, it's not that it's about Dick Grayson, it's about Nightwing, to his connected yeah. to Batman. No, I know, but like, on, on the deeper level, you know what I mean? Like... I don't know. I feel on, it's a little bit more personal. On that deeper level, like, yes. That, that, that yeah. deeper level. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. Uh, what, what, what do people think of it, though? We were talking about what's actually in it. Do people like it? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, a, it's a rebound from, I mean, I like the last issues, but this is more my speed mm. of what King's been doing. I'm excited yeah. that we're getting to like more connections to this Bane thing. Like, you know, the, yeah. the, okay. So we're getting the idea that he's recruiting more criminals and that Penguin's been in some way recruited, but is not very happy about it. And uh, is looking to change it in some way. Um, because mm-hmm. because when he first walked into the room, I was like, well, "Why is Batman standing there? You're in the prison when you know Penguin goes into because he's humiliated. He's he's arrested. Yeah. He has to get his head shaved. He's, 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 he gets hosed down, and then he goes into to Bane's like you know." <laughs> cell slash fortress and uh it's actually nightfall batman who, who we know was with bane because we saw him back in right. that, that big reveal at the end of uh 50 but um it took me a second but i was like Wait, why's batman oh it's that batman never mind <laughs> yeah that's okay i think um this is the most i've liked it in the last good handful of issues it feels like it's got a direction again like mm-hmm. okay we're, we're moving forward with a plot rather than just dealing with a fallout of some previous things which I felt had gone on a little bit too long. I mean, the wedding was, what, 50? Mm-hmm. This is 58, yeah. so this is, you know, four months it's been of kind of just, all right, here's some some fallout stuff, some was some of which was better than others. Um, but it's nice to get moving with the plot again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, I, I like the, the courtroom stuff, but that was only three issues, right? Yeah, I like the courtroom yeah. stuff. That, that, no, out no, of no, all no. the stuff since 50, the courtroom like, trio yeah. was Definitely my the favorite. Best, yeah. 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 So... But so I'm looking up this poem that that went throughout, and it was it's Shakespeare's The Phoenix and the Turtle, mm. which is about the death of an of ideal love. Um, which so it's about of course a phoenix and a turtle. Turtle's a, a turtle dove, which I, I have a hard time reading poetry because uh, my <laughs> mind starts to wander and whatnot. No, I, I struggle with poetry too. I can read yeah. novels all day. Yeah. But... You stick a page-long poem in front of me and I can struggle. I think it's even yeah. worse, because I, I read this uh, last night when I was tired, and it's one thing reading a poem and it's in, like, it's, you know, it's properly presented. It's another thing where it's in, like, panel by panel, like, you know, caption by caption yeah. <laughs> over, like, four pages. 
Where I'm like, the one benefit is that it gives you a clear indication of the, the flow in terms of okay, sure. this is one yeah. one line, this is what you know, this yeah. is one segment. Yeah. And I like that, but I just trying to see how it fits into the story. Um, yeah. But now that it, you know, I you can make the the conclusions because it's you know they they talk about Phoenix and that's something that is that dies and is reborn. You know, and it creates a cycle. And that the fact that if it was in love with a turtle dove, that's destined to die. And the phoenix, you know, will have to live without it and whatnot. So I got that much, but I, I'm probably going to have to read what this poem is yeah. actually about. Or so, I can see how it fits in with the story. Yeah, from what you're saying, it sounds more like it's about Penguin rather than anyone else. Yeah. So. I thought it was interesting that it was overlaid over the potential death of of alfred right where yep. it, it was the idea that you know, batman will live on because yep. it's you know this legacy this mantle uh, even if it's not always bruce but uh you know the the people in his lives you know the the supporting casts might not always be there uh, yeah, he, he won't always yeah. have an alfred to rely on um much much like the story the the fairy tale story from last time um yep. you know it doesn't surprise me that this probably has like a double meaning where it fits for penguin but it also fits for batman in some way yeah um but no, it's uh, it's, it's interesting. It was definitely the, the 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 more awkward part to read, but the act, the art was so pretty. That, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I was carried through the plot that, of it very very easily. The double page spread where he's busting into the iceberg lounge where Batman mm. and he's fighting all the penguins goons and the 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 poem. I might not have read the poem because <laughs> I was just looking at the art. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is all poem stuff. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been there. Yeah, so. it's good, good, good week for art. Oh yeah, Jan, Jan uh, is always a treat. Um, Jan and Sharp and and Manipal all in the same week. So, no, nah, no, nah, I thought it was a solid issue, Batman. Um, I'm excited to be getting back to the Bane stuff and uh, the teases and the idea that Penguin, in some capacity, wants to work with Batman to take him down. Because I'm curious, you know, when we come to the next issue of Batman. How much has Batman learned? How much, or maybe we'll get the conversation itself, or if it cuts ahead, mm-hmm. how much does he know now? What what is what is Penguin outright told him? Um, does he know about everyone who was in the room at one point? Does he does he at least know that some people are involved? Like what? How much? I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. But I'm intrigued. I'm excited. Uh, so I guess I guess we'll rate Batman uh, out of ten. Matt, what are you giving it? Yeah, eight point five. Thoroughly enjoyed this one. Yeah, Connor? It's a solid seven. I will... I'll go with 8.5. I'll, I'll agree with Matt. So, uh, there, there you go. Um, so, that'll take us on to Justice League number 11. Scott Snyder writing Francis Manipal on the art. This is the part two of Drowned Earth. And everything's, everything's chaos is going on. Uh, Flash and Superman are running throughout the you know on top of the water. Uh, uh, Superman riding on his cape as Flash mm-hmm. pushes him on the cape, which felt I, I felt like the more natural thing was to have it behind him and you know pull it. But whatever, I, I would argue. Yeah. Speed force. I mean, yeah. Don't have to explain shit, right? Yeah, speed force, bro. Yeah. <laughs> explain shit. I'm, I'm I'm digging the eye patch. Superman's eye patch. Yeah, don't know really where it came from, but I love it. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I'm like, he's got an eye patch now. Yeah. I mean, the eye patch is so, okay. It kind of makes me think back though to when he had a beard when Pac was writing him in Action Comics and going, you know what? I missed that beard. Yeah, that beard was yeah. good. 
Sort of I just feel like weird. with the Drowned Earth, we're getting to to, to pirate Justice League, I, and you I, gotta have you gotta give someone an eye patch. Why not? Yeah, Superman? Diana's got the, the the robot bird. Yep, and the ship. I'm like not a boat. On the ship. Don't care about the ship. I'm not about the robot bird. Boats are a pretty important part of pirating. They are, but I'm just <laughs> in terms of things that just come out. Of, like, I get all right. She's got a boat lying around, but hang on, robot bird. Where's that come from? That, well, that's a good her question. Story, like, where did where'd she get everything from? Like, she just shows up looking cool. Yeah. You know? like, uh, yeah, there's a story to be told there for sure. Um, so we're kind of splitting teams. Batman's on his own in the Hall of Justice, but we're splitting to kind of two main teams. One is Superman and Flash, who are quickly saved by Mira, uh, mm-hmm. and she takes them to this desert because they're trying to find uh, the, Tomb of Arian. the Tomb of Arian because they want the, the tear. Uh, which yep. they can maybe fight these 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 water gods with, um, mm. and they go on. It's very it's very, very mummy esque, you know, sand opening up, and there's like a tomb there, yep. and um, not nothing's quite quite ready. Unfortunately, though, Black Mant has already blagged it, and it's like, well, tough. I have the power of the ocean now, yep. and we're going to drown everything. You are screwed. Is basically the gist of that side of the plot. <laughs> Um, kind of but, is, yeah. But there's fun to be had there. Um, I like the visuals a lot for sure. Especially see when the, the tomb opens up, that page particularly. Yeah, I thought looked pretty good. Um, yeah. and then Aquaman is basically forced to walk the plank. He he, he puts up a bit of a fight, but he gets tossed in anyway. Luckily, one of the women shows up with a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, "Aquaman, I've got a boat. <laughs> let's let's go. Come chill with me. Let's go to the graveyard of the gods because we must find Poseidon and hopefully." Hopefully save save the world. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. the twist here is that when they get to the graveyard of the gods, which by the way, one of the best pages is probably the entrance to to said graveyard. Very pretty, yeah. very big, very epic. It felt like um, I don't know something that like uh, never ending story or something like that, where they find the big gates mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, I know yeah. most people would go to Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to do that because. Screw that 12 hour boar fest. Right? <laughs> yeah, I liked. So, on um, the Tomb of Arian stuff, when you when they get there, yeah. I like, though, that there's. You're talking about it's very mummy esque. Yeah. It looks like there's pictographs of it looks like Arian defeating Adeline, who is the, the, you know, the drowned king. Yeah. So, I thought that was, that was a nice pull. Because I feel this is replacing the, the Seven Seas story that we were supposed to be getting. Probably. You know, so, but yeah, but the Drown King looks like one of these dead sea gods that Poseidon had deposed of. So yeah. I wonder if that's gonna to play in. But, but yeah, there's there's a lot of cool adventurey stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, they're here. even running from the three-headed tiger. Uh, the, yeah, the the, the not Cerberus. Yes, it's not Cerberus. Yeah, it's it's a tigress. Unfortunately, Which... though, the, the the twist here is that Poseidon's like. I don't want to help you, and then impales Aquaman with his trident. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Diana looks surprised. Like I've made a huge mistake. Did you know yeah, I'm. I'm feeling this is not as it seems. This is a no. whole. Okay, you know, yeah. Aquaman, you've got to be reborn to get your connection mm-hmm. back, sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which which makes sense if that because he's asking for his connection back to the to the, the ocean life so he can fight this. So does, does this? It, does this? Are they raising him to godhood? Because oh, we're in the not. graveyard of the gods, and you know they're fighting these other sea gods. I just I love how dark this issue is by the end because it really feels that like everyone's screwed. This is like proper end of act two. Everyone is absolutely yeah. 
you know, effed. Yeah. Like, that's what the feeling is well, at the end of this issue. Yeah, and you have the, the floodwaters completely overtaking Earth, and Batman's still down in the... Yeah, it's, it's like water world. Hall. At one point, Superman says that he can't yeah. see land in the distance. Yep. <laughs> it's just water everywhere. And Ooh. he's he's in his full-body cast suit with Holding Jaro. Holding on to Jaro for dear life. Who yeah. calls him dad, yeah. by the way. Just, just, can we just point that I out? Know. Yeah. It calls Batman Dad. I just want to point that out. And then the cliffhanger, of course, is that the rest of the Legion of Doom, meaning Rod, Sinestro, Lex, Cheetah, and and Wonder, it's us, and Joker. Joker. <laughs> That's the one I was looking for. Uh, show up, and Batman's in a body cast. Uh, so obviously, Batman in his body cast is going to beat all of them single-handedly because he's Batman. But well, we'll yep. see how Jaro's that goes. going to save the day. Yep, Jaro's going to attach on to to Grodd, mm. and that's it. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Um, yeah. So no, is uh, so what Jar- if Jara replaces Dick? <laughs> like, like he has a little Robin costume on by the end of this, and now it's his new favorite. <laughs> like, uh... I hope Jaro sticks around. I mean, I miss well, Starbro, but Jaro is a good replacement. Automatically, Jaro is better than Rich Grayson. Rick Grayson, whatever the hell's yeah, stupid Rick, name is. Rick, yeah, better than Rick. I, I will give you that. So, yeah. as as communication devices for the league go, Jaro is better than Cyborg. Sure. Yeah, but can he boom tube? No. So. Yeah, but he's. Cool. So he's a communicator, but he's not a travel agent, Connor. So. Nah, but. They they got they got all the Zeta tubes anyway. Just just knocking mm-hmm. around. But uh. Yeah, no, it was a I, very quick read. Yeah. <laughs> Art looked gorgeous, because they're tight. Um, yep. Yeah, a manipul just kills it, like Pete said. Those those big entrances to these old temples, like, that's right up my my alley. Now you're going to have manipul. Draw them. It's like, double. you're going to give Superman an eye patch. Sweet. Like, it just... <laughs> also, there's nothing in the story. I don't... Unless... Unless I'm forgetting something from the last issue where he got water in his eye or whatever, there was nothing in the story that has necessitated him having an eye patch. Like, I, mean, but, I, I don't remember anything. Did he get stabbed in an eye? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But, but I just liked it that Manipul's just like, oh, hey. Let's do it. Eye patch. Yeah. So, you know. As you do. Yeah. As you do. Um, that, was, that was a really tight, fun read. Uh, I'm still digging this. Uh, I mean, it, not that it needs to be compared, but because we just had Witch, you know, where it's hard not to compare them because they're very similar in yeah. time spans and number of issues and whatnot. And I think this one is the more coherent, fun one with more big, stupid, pulpy ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Don't it taste, maybe, I think, but... I think we'll have to give it another couple of issues to judge because Witch, you know, started really strong. Yeah. It was the middle that kind of flagged. Yeah. Well, what's weird, though, is that even though this is technically only part two, it feels more like part three or four because a couple of the lead-in issues already kind of yeah. felt like part of it. The Aquaman yeah. stuff definitely felt like yeah. the, you know, yeah. prologue, if you will. Because uh, that, that last Justice League issue before this one mm-hmm. definitely part is part of it. Like, that that, that absolutely yeah. has to be in the trade with it. There's no way it can be. It will be. So, you know, it, it just... Yeah, this is kind of murky. Um, so... Now, so the next part of this, uh, I think we get an Aquaman and a Justice League in the same day. So there's nothing next week. Yeah. And then the week after, we get Aquaman, which is a tie-in issue, but not a main part, I don't think. And we get right. Justice League. Uh, we have to figure out 12. which one we need to 
read first. Is this got a reading order at the back? Flicking well, through. Just, just read this because if it's if Aquaman's not a tie-in, then then read that last. Yeah, but if it, is it a tie-in set after this issue and before the next one, or is it a tie-in? Yeah. Because yeah. because where Aquaman ends here, uh, is it going to have Aquaman in it, or is it going to follow just just Mira Mira stuff like, like Probably, yeah. yeah. I don't know which one it's going. I with. wonder. I wonder if it's going to be an whole issue of like Aquaman getting killed here, quote unquote. He goes to like you know like mystical water heaven for a, a journey, and that's <laughs> and that's what the Aquaman issue is. And then he comes no, back. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And and it could be a case of in the in part three of this in the in the Justice League issue, he's already back. Aquaman's back in action. It's like, hey, you want to find out where what happened with him? It's in yeah. Aquaman. Actually, yeah. Funnily enough, that would be a really odd comparison to to the Witch Hour because Wonder Woman essentially went to a death plane for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of hope it doesn't happen. And, and Tinian did script the last issue we read too, so you know he did the the special. So true. Yeah. Is this true? Um, no, it's just, it's this big and pulpy and kind of kind of dumb in places, but kind of fun and just kind of ridiculous. Uh, so I'm I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying Drowned Earth. Uh, Matt, what would you give this issue at ten? Oh, this is awesome. Eight point five. Like most of it's probably on the art, but again, this is a whole lot of fun. Like this is what I signed up on Justice League for. Like while well, all the other arcs, like that's fun. Like Doom and 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 all the philosophy behind it, but like. Sometimes I just want a blockbuster. Yeah. Hmm. Connor. Uh, I'll give it an eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. I got straight eights. What I'm going with. Um, really, really fun. Um, as eloquent as I can put it. Um, next up, we'll move on to Green Arrow number forty-six. Uh, Julian Shona Benson rating a German Peralti on the art. So we're back to the citizen story. So we took an issue off because we right. had to do the, the Roy funeral tie-in issue, which has such an awkward mention. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I'll, I'll, well, I'm back from that funeral now, so I'll sort that out. So the only heroes in crisis is really messing stuff up with Titans. Yeah, you know. I've, I've, yeah. It was only two books, but yeah, Green Arrow at least feels like it, it, it did just interrupt the flow of the the the, the arc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I, I think this is a fine issue there's nothing wrong with this yeah. issue it's just it happened to get pushed we the know that the bensons are, are leaving now yeah so do you th- this issue felt to me like they were they were cleaning up some stuff like the arc was meant to go longer but they decided to, to change some things here no i think they're still getting the the full yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. yeah i think this arc was only meant to be three or four issues so i think we're getting this full okay. arc as it was intended but then okay all the all the arcs afterwards are just not happening now yeah because maybe that Maybe the funeral issue just throw me off then. I think because it, is, it, this... it really just ruins the flow. Yeah, because yeah, the citizen stuff here felt like an early reveal. But then again, if you take out that other one, I'm sure it's so not. We've just got one more issue of this. Arc, yeah. Right? yeah, just one more. So, no, I mean, they, they do some investigating. They kind of split up. Oliver investigates the, the drunk driving thing um, and very quickly reveals that he was not the one driving and that is a fabrication. Oh. Which Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was okay with them finding out it wasn't really him, but I liked the drama aspect of him actually having made a really serious mistake. Um, yep. Because I like the idea of that he didn't know all this time. 
Like, you know, he, yeah. he didn't he wasn't aware that he'd killed someone, otherwise he would have done something about it. But um I like the idea of him finding out and then having to deal with the consequences of that and how he atones for that in some way. Um given us a jail, like on the show. Yeah. Uh, having such a quick and easy no it's not him this that, that, even just the fact that it happened this quick is it, just kind of like it was the eh. other guy yeah yeah well, okay. it made me feel like they were they were condensing it you know like here we're gonna we're gonna have this clean up but they that could have just been the story from the beginning yeah because i don't think I they felt... knew that they were being kicked no, off when they wrote this. Sudden, didn't it? yeah so i, I don't, I don't yeah. think they knew either uh, like i said i think i really liked this uh, plot point last issue well not not last issue but the last part of this yeah. arc when, when that was revealed like the you know all the, the stuff they did for him and you know the, that that weight that it had and then just to undo it immediately be like well no that really matters it's fine Forget yeah it. at least if you give us like a, a four issue kind of arc where he thought he'd done it and we could explore maybe how he felt about it for we, a while. we got no time to deal with it because we found out last time really um, then we, we went yeah. off to the the funeral where it was irrelevant yeah and then we come back and, you know, oh, he learns within half an issue that, oh, it wasn't actually him. What, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just the biggest complaint I think you can make about this issue is just that it kind of throws that away so quick. Because um, the, the actual, you know, uh, Dinah investigating, trying to track down who, who this you know, driver was, and then Oliver tracking down the cop, and then it's, no, it wasn't me. It was, it was a rookie cop that night taking photos, and yeah. Yeah, that leads to this house, which turns out to be the citizen. Um, and he gets away. Actually, my he favorite... tries to tries to blow all, or Ollie up. Yeah, my my favorite page like... of the book probably is that is him jumping from the explosion. I really like that page. Yeah. It's really it's cool. it's really nice. Um, so, but yeah, so we're all in agreement here though. At the end, when Oliver decides to become a public figure again and come out in the open, and he gets immediately kidnapped by Citizen, that's intentional, right? That's part of the plan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's the idea. Yeah. He goes, all right, I'm getting police protection because I know he's part of the police. Yes. Right. Um, and and the look that that Kate Spencer gives him too, yes. in the courtroom, it was like, oh, we got him, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so no, no I mean, I, I, like uh, his battle with Dana, they're investigating stuff. All, all of it's enjoyable. I'm sad that the Bensons are leaving. The the, the only downer yeah. really to this issue is the throwing away the the interesting dramatic part for all of his character so quickly. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I really liked in the art was that in on the final panel. He's, you know, uh, he chucks the phone out the window. Mm. And something mm. I feel like I never see in that is the, the the case comes off after the impact. So you see the that's case a, as, as well. That's as a terrible phone. case then, right? Well, not necessarily. Because you want the case to protect the phone. Well, yeah, but it, it, it's the idea, right? No, it's like a... You know, like a helmet. You get one, you get one hit, right? Really. And um, then it's like, well, it's useless now. I actually, I'll debate that it's not the case. I'll debate it's the back of the phone that you know, we take off of the battery. Yeah. No, it looks like the case to me. It's the way it curves around it. It's got too much of a curve to it. Yeah. You feel really strong about this. I don't actually I care. Do. Can, can, can we talk about them throwing shade at cosplayers? Because they're like, oh, it's just a costume of a costume. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, it's cosplay. Don't you get what that is? Yeah. Um, it's weird. Like, when you think about superheroes in the real world, You'd like to think that there wouldn't be people dressing up as, like, the Joker, right? Because, like, he's this big threat that's killed multiple people, you know? I mean, you say that, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen Halloween costumes with people dressed up as, like, you know, like, Manson. True. True. Right. But, so, yeah. I mean, they definitely would. <laughs> True. I'm just... 
thought that was pretty funny because it yeah. wasn't Citizen, just a, a cosplayer. And it's just like, oh, dude. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't uh, familiar with this artist actually, but I thought I thought uh, did an okay job. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, pretty good. It was pretty solid. If it felt in tone with what the book has been up until, I think there was a few points point. where it felt like it was shifting styles a bit. Um, like the, there were points where I don't, maybe, I think maybe I don't know if there were more than one inkers or different colorists or something. Um, I'm not sure. There were points where it felt really clean. Um, like if you look at the, it's not just this, but the the some of the pages in uh, where Dinah's doing her investigation, mm-hmm. um, the the final panel where she you know she's checking her phone um, uh, for the, the she she googles the guy uh, and the yeah. the panel where she stood there after on the phone, it looks so clean, yeah, but there's other pages that just feel really scratchy and um, like like sometimes the the inks are a bit loose compared to other places and I, I don't know if it's intentional um, fell a little bit jarring at points. Yeah, I, th- I think it is intentional because the pages that I see where the inks look a little bit looser are like they're supposed to be shadowy. You know, it's not consistently like that though. Like, no, I, it's I not. Like, is it? um, the fight scene, uh, like three pages in, when uh, Dinah's doing a distraction, mm-hmm. it felt really loose for that page, and then the page after is 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 clean for the top half, and then loose again at the bottom. Uh, just felt pretty inconsistent in the mm-hmm. inks more than anything. Right. I can't see if it's more than one. I can't find the credits page. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. That's for Green Arrow then. Uh, Matt, what are you giving it? That's just seven point five. Connor, I'll give it seven. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with a seven as well. I think it's solid, but not not like you yeah. stand out right like that. All right, that'll take us on Adventures of the Super Sons number four. Peter J. Tomasi and Carlo Barberi on the art. So, the, the Super Sons ride off a space cabbie quickly to get out of Dodge, and there's some... Mm-hmm. Basically, they keep messing with the, the, the flight controls, space cabbies, cab breaks down, and they end up in a creepy mansion on another planet that turns out oh. to have timey-wimey elements going on, and the book ends with a cliffhanger of them running into adult versions of Damien and John. Oh. Thoughts, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> House of Secret Whispers, which... Or no, wait. How, yeah, yeah, is that what it is? No, it's House Connor. of uh, Secret Mysteries or something like that. There we go. House, there's there's House, of House of Secrets, House of House Mysteries, Mystery. and now we've got the new one, right? Which is House of... Oh, God. No, but it's not Anyways, one of them. I, it's not one of them, though. No, but I feel it was an amalgam of them. Yeah. Of it's the House right. of... It's a new thing. Yeah, it's not yeah, one of those, yeah. Yeah, so I thought okay. that was fun. The part that got me the most is they're in Space Cabby's cab which is more like a spaceship than a cab in this story. Uh, and blue, either blue or red is, is sick. Uh, and blue is sick the first time. Blue is sick. And they're like, he explains to Damien that he can feel everything blue's feeling, but he doesn't feel sick. And it's probably because blue's taking on all of the sickness himself. So red doesn't have to feel it because that's what heroes do. And Damien just gives them a look and goes, you just inspired yourself. I am so over this. Yeah, and it, like, it becomes a running joke throughout the issue, though. Oh, late, so good. Because later on, they start talking about how each other inspire yep. each other. And it's like, a day, yep. It just cuts to Damien's face, and he's like, hmm, there's <laughs> uh-huh. enough of this. So good. And then because they don't know how to, to solve, because it came from synthetic red kryptonite, they don't know if the effects are going to wear off. But as soon as they get into this House of Secret Mysteries, John reforms into his normal self. Yeah. Um, but Joker Jr., 
steals the cab with because space cabby wasn't there right no he, he kicks him into the yeah he into, kicks him into the swamp yeah and then no he kicks him into the and cab and it takes off does he i think he kicks him into like the trunk or whatever yeah okay so yeah so space cabby's there but doesn't have control so we'll see where this goes this isn't at all what i was expecting out of this book and that sounds like a complaint but it's not um because this is so much fun and it's just like Tomasi being able to kind of just give have carte blanche with these characters. Yeah. Because nothing's really going to last, you know? Yeah, because so... you've got the the Injustice gang are left behind and Rex Rex Luthor. Rex Luthor. There you go. Uh, Rex Luthor. Uh, he, he's got the Hypercube and he's basically wanting to take over Earth. And he even says that he wants the real Lex Luthor to be his sidekick. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's got he's got aspirations. I actually want him to meet Lex Luthor just so Lex Luthor can, yep. Luthor can put him in his place in minutes. That oh, would that would delight me. I want me. him to minutes. I want him to punt him off of the Luthor Court building. Second Zeg, yes. Cor, are you happy? Yeah, better. better. <laughs> uh, because he's such a little snot face yep. smart arse that I I would be delighted for Lex to put him in his place. Oh. Um, thinking he can measure up to the greats. How dare he? How dare he? Yeah. Uh, so so they're off to plan that as the as the super sons are trapped in this house, uh, yeah. on this planet. Uh, and Damien is asking some good questions. He's asking, why is this alien planet breathable, mm-hmm. and why is there a Victorian looking mansion on said alien planet? You know, he's he's asking some proper good questions. Um, but with the way that the hyperdrive works, though, is they could be in any number of dimensions. Oh sure, yeah. As well, because they mentioned like the, the wormhole generator is now broken. I appreciate it though, because it's the sort of thing that when watching Star Trek, they very rarely ever question the fact that almost every planet they go to does not require yeah. any type of breathing apparatus. Right. It's just no, nah, that's nah, breathable. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Oh, it's weird how this planet's based off gangsters in the nineteen twenties. Oh, it's weird how this planet's based off Nazi Germany. Oh, it's weird how this planet is based off of this. <laughs> just because I, I guess you see it enough times, it stops being weird. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the real reason for that, though, Matt, was that they had sets and costumes from other shows that they wanted oh. to reuse. That was the. the, the no, I know. I know. It was, it was a cheap thing. It was also, they told Roddenberry, someone told him, hey, these are just morality plays, but set in space. He goes, yeah, that's our secret. Let's keep it that way. So, you know, they were very well aware of what they were doing. Yes. On track. Uh, but that was a enjoyable issue. As again, as per standard with, with this book. Uh, it's enjoyable. Yeah. The interaction between it's the good. two two boys is good. Uh, art's really solid and playful and, and expressive. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I can't add much more in yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you giving it? It's an eight. I really enjoyed this issue. Just the the John stuff, inspiring himself and Damien just being so annoyed, and then yeah. Rex Rex wanting Lex to be his sidekick. Like it's just, I couldn't have plotted this. Like when this book started, I would have no idea they would be. In the House of Secret Mysteries, meeting middle-aged versions of themselves. So it's not just that they're older; they're like older than their parents. Yeah, they're very bulky, but they've got like a bulky version yeah. of the Robin suit and a bulky version of yeah. the Superboy suit. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'll probably give it an eight as well. Yeah, it's it's really consistently great. It's it's never a standout book, but it, it kind of fills oh. a very similar void that the Terrifics does, where it's this really fun book in the yeah. middle that's just there to make you smile. And that's, yep. that's 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 fine. That's good. Uh, which will take us on to the Sideways Annual, Issue 1. 
Uh, we'll just get Dan Deddio and Grant Morrison uh, rating with. Uh, what Will, a combo! Yeah, with Will Conrad and Cliff Richards on the art. Um, not the musician Cliff Richards, just in case anyone was confused by that. <laughs> I, I will say that I like the look of this book, but yes. that's where it ends. <laughs> I this was a mess. Like this is not at all what I expected for Sideways. When I was listening to you talk about him in high school and, you know, accidentally maiming villains with his riffs. And oh, yes. I, I had no idea this was going to be a, a way in for Grant Morrison to do his Seven Soldiers weird time stream stuff. Yeah, it's notable that this has Seven Soldiers and Jeans wearing Superman in it. Yeah. And they're both Grant Morrison things uh he has a name it's gene superman we've been over this yeah, gene superman yes um yeah. so <laughs> um i'm surprised you're this negative on it because I, I wouldn't say it's a mess i'd say it's probably more coherent than the last couple of issues it's, it's more of a, a through line than the last couple of days, i get that there's more of a through line but there i just don't understand how this all plays into anything else like like i don't play video games but i i've, I've heard like side missions this definitely feels like a side mission that has nothing to do with, with the rest oh, of the oh plot. sure but i mean i've had that complaint about this arc for the last two issues it's, yeah but um, see the last ones i felt were fun and here just became maybe just because of the size of it like if, if this was two issues instead of just one now see i think this one was better than the last two because oh, at sweet. least at least the banter between sideways and gene superman was was well, enjoyable nice. yeah like yeah. them fighting that big green worm him splitting it in half and um that then like him like hey prove it superman if you're superman then prove it and he starts fighting all the spiders and they save the, the seven soldiers mm -hmm. and and the rest of it Beca because of that like like i had more fun with this what one the last this couple book? huh what 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 yeah. is this book? not not I'm usually this. this this is this has been a weird no. the issue or whatever arc that that feels yeah. very separate to everything else getting, like Gene Superman and, and Seven Soldiers I'm like yeah. what's, what's going on? Uh, luckily though I mean I almost appreciate though that the annual come in to finish this arc off quickly so that we can get back to proper sideways yeah. next issue regularly scheduled content yes yeah. um, it's, been a, it's been a weird side plot I've not been super into it but again it it I felt like this is what we were getting to with because I brought it up when this first started about all the lost you know characters and that this felt like very much something Morrison did in Final Crisis in Superman Beyond. And then that almost gets referenced here. So I just, I don't know where this fits into anything. I don't know if the Tempest, like, if the Tempest Fugionaut stuff at the end is going to have any bearing on anything going forward. Like, I, th I think I, that, I think that's more about his character more than it is about a plot point that's important. Like, it, it, that's because he because he, he's ready like because the the, the 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 what what do you call him? What's the group <laughs> the you know Kent Clark and all that all all the right. people that are trapped with sideways, uh, they mm -hmm. get to Earth and they investigate and if they figure out that that Clark and Lois and this Earth are married uh, and I thought that was kind of a sweet moment because like you know uh, the Lois of the group is like oh you know it's this yeah. and they talk about how that kind of holds the universe together, um. Which was like, oh, yeah, I figured Matt would at least like that mo moment. <laughs> no, that was nice. I just, I don't, I had to go back and read pages like multiple times 
just because of some of the stuff that was going on. Uh, and it felt like I was missing stuff. I don't have that problem. So, I feel this one read yeah. actually way smoother than the last couple. Yeah. But um, no, so the thing I remember with Tempest Fujinot is that he is there to essentially arrest them and send them back to the Dark Multiverse because they're not meant to be on Earth. And right. they convince him and say, hey, you know, the Sideways helped us get here and um, you, you have made exceptions in the past because you actually have a conscience. You could do that again. You know, let, let us stay here and not go back to like a hellish world that's doomed to, to, to peril because uh, mm-hmm. we're not b- bad people. And he's like, oh, Sideways is vouching for you. In that case, you know what, I will honour his, his request and I will allow you to stay. Um, so I think it's more about his character and how he isn't just... Because I think when he first showed up, when he first was introduced, he felt like this... You know, he's just all the rules. Yeah, all the rules. Yeah, he felt like the the strict yeah. guy, and I, I feel like him actually opening up is maybe the point of this. How effective it is is open for debate, but I think that's what the point yeah. is, as a as opposed to important plot details. Although I could see this group of characters popping up again uh, in, in the future yeah. at some point. So this is establishing that they're still around in some capacity, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I will say I am extremely happy we're done with this plot, though. Uh, as much as I had more fun with this issue than the last couple. And this has easily been my least favourite section of the book, uh, yeah. is, is this last block. But this Seven Soldiers thing, I could have done without uh, completely. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm happy to be going back to the main story. I'm happy to get back to the supporting cast that I like a lot, Ernie and co. Um, so I'm looking forward to the next issue. Yeah. Um, but this one, yeah, like I say, I think it was better than the last couple. I think there was some better character beats in it, but um, not, not great. What are you giving it out of 10, Matt? Oh, this is a seven. I was happy when I was done. Your it. rating scale is so weird. Yeah, you know, earlier, what, what was it? I gave a seven. I think it was Batman. Mm-hmm. And Matt gave me a funny look. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, seven's good. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're going, oh, I didn't really enjoy this. And giving it yeah. a seven. Yeah, because but I also... I, because I'm, I Matt, Matt, like Matt, 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 I'm giving this a six, and I like it more than you. <laughs> All right, fine, then I'll give it a three. Take it. <laughs> what? <don't> what? <laughs> Matt, scales. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you understand how a scale of one to ten works. Let's go. I so when when I rate them, I only rate them so that I can put them in order at the end. So <laughs> that's it. So I don't I don't care about about the scale. It's <laughs> you know. My numbers mean something, damn it, and I, I will surely yeah, I know, mean something. But because you list everything, <laughs> Connor, Connor takes his numbering seriously. This isn't just I me. Do. Yeah, yeah. My number, my numbers no. mean something. They mean, a, they, they, mean, they mean a damn, damn it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm giving it a six. Uh, this was probably better than the last couple, but it's been kind of a rough. Three point one four to seven. Pie. I read this pie. Okay. Okay. Oh, I want pie. <laughs> yeah, if, if it's food pie out of 10, that's quite a high high, 20, high, yeah. high esteem. 22, well, I mean, it, it depends what kind of pie you tell me it is. True, true. But you like pie, that's, you know. Whatever. Let's move on. Um, feel free to judge Matt's numbering system uh, in the comments. I'm curious as and, to everyone's thoughts. <laughs> and this is the face of not caring. So, there you go. Judge away. Joe, Joe, it's even worse. It's even worse. 
one, one twenty one overload, right? The point of that show is that we pick a movie we love and we put them up for a vote for patrons and they vote for which one gets picked. His movie won, right? Lost Boys won. And at the end of the review, he gave it like a 6.5. And I'm like, Matt, the whole point is that you pick a movie you love. <laughs> I had to watch Lost Boys. <laughs> you could have watched Sleepy Hollow. You say that as if that's better. You keep saying that. Mm. I'd hate that more. I'd love to start with Pete Hayes. Well, I mean, you say that, but now you're just giving him ammunition because Sleepy Hollow is going to go in a vote at some point. No, because he threatened, he threatened some like black and white three-hour foreign stuff, so I'm keeping in line. Uh, oh, surely there's a time limit. There ain't no time limit. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Uh, I'll be I'll be nice and not submit the seven hour uh, Hungarian film I want to watch. I'll be nice and not do that. But yeah, even yeah, I'm never whole, watching that one. That, that would be the end of the show because I'd see the runtime and be like, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, so I'll be nice, but I, I think anything in a, a normal film length is more than applicable to to the to the show. Um, anyway, we're a bit of a tangent. Aye, Matt, Matt's numbers are weird. Uh, so. Moving on then to the final book of the week, uh, Connor's got a punishment because one of the perks at patreon.com slash TV is that you can you can enforce me or Connor to read a book once a month and one of the long-running uh, patrons has been making him read Red Hood and the Outlaws. This will be the annual issue one. But... This is annual two, actually. Oh, it's annual issue two. Oh, oh sorry. Ah, it's not that bloody long. Issue two. Uh, Scott Liddell writing, and I have no idea who's on art. <laughs> uh, we've got two. Clayton Henry There's the main thing. And then there's a little backup by someone else. Let me just uh, get there. Uh, the backup art is Neil Gouge. Okay. So, there you go. This is actually last month's Red Hood. He, Connor missed so many episodes that he, had, he has one left over. So, this is a making up. This is October's Red Hood. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the main story, uh, positives out of the way first. That's not bad. I mean, Lobdell gets decent eyes somehow. I don't know quite why, but it's, it's, it looks pretty good for the most part. A couple of odd faces here or there, admittedly. Um, but it's got a very clean, sleek look to it. But um, basically, you know, it's it's Jason and uh, and and Roy because Roy's not dead yet. Um, <laughs> actually, a, a big part of this issue is Roy deciding to go to Sanctuary. Okay. Um, yeah, like basically they're living back in uh, you know the the Temerane ship that they were in, like in the New Fifty Two stuff with Starfire. Uh huh. That crashed ship in the jungle. So they're they're back living in that at the minute. Okay, and just you know, uh, Roy's uh, using uh, like a, a hologram phone thing to talk to to Killer Croc, who's in prison. Which I can't remember which prison he's in. I don't know. I don't know if it tells me, but uh, he, you know, he he's off in prison and they're talking because Killer Croc's his sponsor, and um, you know, we get that uh, you know, the the, uh, the mantra that that Roy has. You know, mm-hmm. that, that one that was at the funeral. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a a big part of it here, and uh, it, it's about it's it's overlaid with Jason deciding that he he wants to you know he's he's trying to find his his teammates because they vanished through a portal at the end of the last issue. Jeez. Um, oh, 
Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got this thing that searches the multiverse, and he goes, right, search for um, uh, Bizarro or Artemis anywhere in the in, in the multiverse. And it says, nope, they don't. There no life forms known in existence. I'm like, oh, must come be on, broken. But, yeah, there'd at least be some other versions of them. At least, especially Bizarro, because there's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, that, that was weird. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, this is, this is how you get into Red Hood Outlaw, because it's retitling, I think, we are next issue. Right. It's actually t- retitling. I know, I know it was getting out of redesign. Yeah, it's just called it, Red yeah. Hood Outlaw. There's no it's, outlaws anymore. It's just Red yeah. Hood Outlaw. Oh, for God's sake. I thought it was just getting a new team. You're telling me I have full 100% Jason. Yeah. You got all the Jason you could ever need. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. But yeah, no, he decides to, you know, get back to it, stop moping around. Um, They go off on a little mission to Beijing, uh, some gun smuggling thing, uh, Susie Sue, and all the sisters of Susie Sue are what the ones behind it because she's in hospital. Um, bit of a fight scene. Uh, it's cool. Art's nice until it gets stupid. Roy has a helicopter oh. arrow. So um, yeah, he he he's just holding up an arrow, and the end starts spinning, and it lifts him, and and he's he's grabbing onto Jason, and it lifts them off. It's like uh, Matt, you know, in Star Wars Rebels, you know, the the the, the lightsaber spinning thing. Yeah. It's like that. But that's I. <laughs> When the Inquisitor used that, I understood it. It was like a training tool, right? Yeah, yeah, no. This, Roy just pulls this out, and this is how they escape. It's like, yeah, cool. Helicopter arrow. So is it like in Mario, oh, where you wear the pro- propeller hat, and you jump, and it spins? Yeah, yeah. So he fires it up, and then you grab on? Oh, no, no. He, he, I don't know. You don't see him fire it, I don't think. he. I, I don't know. He's just... He's holding on to it, and it's called the propeller arrow. And he's just holding the the arrow shaft, and the top of it's just spinning like you know, like helicopter blades. I'm like, what the, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I read this book. Like, like, what? <laughs> I just I couldn't get my head around it. Just it came out of nowhere. Like, is this a thing that they've used before? That uh, I, I don't know. No, not that I not that I can remember. Like. I don't remember ever seeing it. Because it, ju- it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I think, I think Lobdell was just listening to you spin me right round, baby, right round, when he was writing this, and yeah. he said, oh, you know what? I've got an idea. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so I don't understand if you shot it up, and with some, you know, Q-Tech, you, whatever, it reaches a velocity, becomes a full-on propeller, and they no, grab onto no, a tow he's, he's got his but... bow slung over his arm, so he's not, you know, it's not like he's just fired it. Because he fired an arrow into the wall and there was an explosion, which I think the, the, the impression I got there was that it was an explosive tipped arrow. Fine. And then the next thing, the sisters are looking shocked. They do that, you know, the, the question mark, exclamation mark right. uh, thing. And then they're just flying. He's just holding on to an arrow and it's spinning at the top. And, and Rufflecopter. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, then they get they get back. They have a bit of a heart-to-heart. Roy's like, yeah, I'm going to go check out this sanctuary place. Um, they, don't, they don't actually name it. They just, they're just going to rehab for capes. Uh, Ro- Jason's like, hey, Roy, I've got you. And Jason's like, who's got you? 
and they're, they're flying through the air, looking at each other's See, eyes. Love Dolls not clever enough to pull that off. Because <laughs> they could have. Yeah. When, when, when red combines with red and becomes one, it's a magical, romantic embrace between, between an archer and a prick. Much. Anyways, that, that that was the main issue. A uh, little backup. Um, it has uh, you know the the caption is a moment later question mark or an an eternity question mark, and it's a uh, Bizarro waking up Artemis and she's like, oh, how long was I out? And he says, uh, he stopped. I I stopped. Uh, me stopped counting moons. So presumably a while. Um, they're on some alternate Earth. Um, they're outside the Hall of Justice, but on this world it's called the Hall of Punishment, or or it's been. They put overhaul of punishment over the top of justice. Um, so he's like, they're going, oh, I hope it's an alternate reality. Uh, so they're still out there. They'll come back into the book at some point now, I assume. Punish. <laughs> That's a reference to the classic film Silent Night, Deadly Night. Not even the first time you've done that this week. It's not. That's what I was, I was thinking of it probably because I was thinking of Punish. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah. you have a. It's Red Hood and the Outlaws 26, and then it becomes Red Hood Outlaw 27. Okay. So, yeah. Ugh. But you're almost you're almost caught up, Connor. You get two issues now. Yeah, but you'll still stay two behind. Cause he's... No, I know, but from where he started at, oh, like, sure. he was really behind. So, and that, that was mostly his own fault. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I had the month where, where I decided to maybe read one every week. Perfect. Uh, that's right, that's right, but, that's how he you, caught up, yeah. But yeah, but you also decided to read up until they became a team, and that was like eight issues in. Six. Was it six? I thought it was more. Well, I called it at six. It I'm was sure. six, okay. although I, th- I think it was debatable when you called it. I was. I don't know if this sounds like a team yet. Yeah. Also, I'm looking at the cover for the next one. It yeah. is still got the Red Hood and the Outlaws thing, but the and the mm-hmm. and the the S are actually just crossed out. Right. And then 27 just has you know, Red Hood mm-hmm. Outlaw. Yeah. Ugh, I'm looking at that new design. I, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> well, in in this month's issue in 28, he goes to Murder Town. So, well, that's something to look forward to in three months. Yeah, there you go. We'll get there next year. Ah, delightful. Unless someone who make, wants to make you stop reading Brimstone and instead has you read Red Hood. Uh, double Red Hood for a couple of months. He, he wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> nah, he's more likely to make him read Nightwing. Oh, don't do that. Don't. I don't support that. <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, too far. I haven't seen... The, I, I haven't read it, obviously, but I saw that this is... It's not actually Lubdell writing. He's just doing the, the plot. It's oh. a different, someone else is doing the script. I don't care. It's still Rick Grayson. <laughs> oh, it's still going to yep. be shy and Rick yeah. Grayson. I'm not. I wasn't. Uh, yeah, until he goes back, I'm. I'm not reading it. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I wasn't disputing that. I just meant now we have someone else to blame as well as Lubdell. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Which well, reminds me, actually, I actually I got the Happy Death Day to you trailer yesterday at the theater when I when I was seeing Overlord. Um, yeah. Uh, it's interested. I'm interested in how they're handling this. Yeah. Is it online yet? I don't, I, think see, but I don't think Lebdell wrote it because it just said based off characters created by. Yeah, I don't think it did, but um, yeah. they did a thing. Uh, the main the, the trailer like spoils the first movie, so I, I would avoid the trailer yeah. and watch the first movie if you haven't. Uh, yeah. But I actually kind of love that the setup for the second one is that because because you assume that it's just going to start happening again, right? Like a year later, it'll be like the same thing again. 
No, she starts living the same day as the first movie again, and I laughed out loud. When she wakes up again, yep. just like the first movie, and goes, shit, you gotta be kidding me. It just yep. was, like, ready. And, and the actress sells it. Oh, she she's does. She's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just very Ro- Roth, I think her name Roth. is, uh, yeah. uh, is is a delight in that first movie, so um, I hope I she has the first one again. a lot more uh, movies in her career soon, uh, outside of yeah. Happy Death Day movies. But I'm looking forward to the new one. Um, that was a bit of a tangent. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the show. Unless Connor has anything else he would like to add about Red. No, no, it was shit. Was it? Well, okay. nice art though. I mean, uh, the backup was only like three or four pages, so that was fine. But I, I, I will say for the most part, it was it looked all right. All right, well, that brings us to the part of the show where we pick our favourite stuff of the week. We pick our favourite panel slash moment. We pick our favourite cover, our favourite art of the week, and, of course, our top five books of the week. Uh, and I read six this week, so only one's not making the cut. So. Yeah, I only read four. So you've got a top four, then. That's fine. So yeah. quite a week, quite a week. Uh, so we'll start with the think, best... Think things be changing next month with all the new books coming in and new teams. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, so we'll start off with best panel slash moment. Matt, what do you have? Anybody have any other doubt that it wasn't going to be Superman with an eye patch? Any particular panel with Superman with an eye patch? Just, just the first one because I remember going and going. Does he have an eye patch? He does. Okay, thank you. This is awesome. That's where he's so, being he's being pushed on the cape, pulled. right? And you're just yep, like pushed, yep. pushed. He's like, he's, he's just like, he's got an eye patch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I did the same thing. I'm like, what? What the hell? Dear. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. What can one say? Uh, Connor, what's your moment? Um, oh, it's definitely from, from Justice League. I'm just torn between two. I think I'm going to go with the full page of Aquaman being stabbed through the chest with, <laughs> by Poseidon. That was really dope. That was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. All right, all right. Um, I think I'm also going to go with Justice League. Um, I feel like... Either the 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 reveal of uh, Arion's temple or tomb just under the sand, tomb. under the sand, yeah. Uh, yeah. I really like that moment. Um, it's probably some of the best art, it's, especially at the touch where the, the flashes lightning is like around it because he he reveals it by running around it. Um, yeah, I like that. Touch. In the desert, he's ripping up all the sand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. was, we never actually mentioned that Flash is slowly turning into a fish monster. He's just he's just resisting it because of the speed force. <laughs> Because the speed force but is keeping him But in. it's happening. It's happening gradually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my So uh, next up, best cover of the week. And obviously we got a Janin cover. Um, the Variant and Green Lantern's pretty nice. Actually, oh, the, the Quietly cover, yeah. yeah. I, that's the one I got. Um, it's gorgeous. But I love the, uh, the the Variant for Green Arrow. Um, I was going to say the main Green Arrow cover I really like. Me too. It's pretty good as well, yeah. Uh, I really like that one. Uh, yeah. So I think that's main, which is actually impressive given there's so many good covers they picked from this week. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously no, Jared's Batman cover. cover's great. And I think the, the variants... Uh, uh, the Matina one? Yeah, Matina usually yeah. wins for yeah. me. Mat- Matina Matina's is great. normally wins. And it is fantastic, but I think I'm going to go for something a little bit different. Go with Green Arrow. Yeah. You stole mine because I was going to say Green Arrow. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it is very good. It's a nice Malib cover. Uh, I'm gonna go with the, the Greenland variant ultimately, but I mean, yeah, people like quietly, and I just don't oh, see I it. Quietly, I know. I just, I, I also uh, I really like the Aquaman variant. Hmm. I, I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh, you know, yeah. 
It's kind of like kind of like I mean, the Justice League. poster we got. Yeah. You mean Justice yeah. League? Uh, Justice League. Yeah. yeah uh, I was going to say there's no Aquaman this week. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I meant. It's it's you know it's Aquaman with all the sharks. It's kind of like the movie poster, except yeah, better, better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So best best art of the week then. Um. Could be a heated discussion here, but uh, Matt, where are you falling down on this? Oh, this is easy. I mean, Janet's great, but Manipal's my dude. So, I, I'm going to go Manipal. And Connor's going to say Sharp. I'm torn. Uh, I'm torn with all because out of my four books, three of them is Janet, Sharp, and Manipal. <laughs> like, I mean, the art on Green Arrows, you know, we, we, I liked it well enough, but compared to the other three, I mean, come on. Um, no, I'm going to go Manipal. This was some of Manipal's best work in a while. Um, I'm going Janin. Um I think Manipal's characters don't always necessarily thrill me as much as it does you guys. Um, although he's still very good. Uh, but Janin, I really have any complaints about. Um, feels like a big budget comic to me, if that if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. It just feels good, big. Good week all round, though. Yeah. Um, so no, uh, good, good, good art this week. Yeah. So top five books of the week then, Matt. What are you, what are you hitting us with? So, so my number one is Justice League. Two is Batman. Three is Super Sons. Four is Green Arrow, and five is Green Lantern. Cool, Connor. Uh, Green Lantern, Justice League, Batman, Green Arrow. Uh, I think I've got Batman at number one, then Justice League, then Green Lantern, then Super Sons, and then Green Arrow. There you go. Meaning that uh, uh, Sideways is the only thing that didn't make it on my my top list, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But hey, that was not surprised given given the thoughts that were shared on the subject. No. So there you go. Um, but yeah, there we go. Um, and it pains me because I've not done a reference yet this episode, and I'm really trying to struggle one out, and I, I can't think of an actual. See now way it's to just it. forced. It is forced, which is why I've not said it. Yeah, but you didn't have to mention it. You could have just left it. Nah, because I'm upset. I'm actually annoyed. I'm annoyed that I haven't done it. <laughs> I'm annoyed that I've not been presented with a an opportunity. Do you know what you do have an opportunity to do? Uh huh. Close the Tell show. Tell the people what's coming next week. <laughs> yeah, Matt's skipping things. He's like, oh, close the show, man. Well, close the show. Is actually part man. of closing the show. I was just kind of speeding along. Time. I gotta, I gotta go not watch Overlord today, and I'm very upset about it. All right, coming next week, we have Detective Comics 992, Superman number 5, Wonder Woman 58, which is the start of the new run by G. Willow Wilson. G. Willow, so, yeah. So we're, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, we got the Flash you 58. You back in too, Connor? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we have Mr. Miracle number 12. We have, so that's a big deal, finally, the, the yeah. last issue uh-huh. of that. Uh, we have Catwoman number 5, Supergirl 24, Titans 29, Hawkman number 6, Sideways number 10, and Plastic Man number 6. So no sideways, no, no sideways. sideways. Oh, I guess yeah. I get pushed. No, no sideways. Yeah, yeah. It's right. the the final issue of Plastic Man worth noting. That's true. It was always going to be. It was a mini, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, worth mentioning there. Um, um, also, out next week, which we will not be covering, is Red Hood Nightless twenty eight, Suicide Squad forty eight, and I suppose I should mention Electric Warriors number one. But I don't think any of us uh, want to touch it that. It says a lot <laughs> when a number one's coming out and Pete's not pushing for one of us. Should probably try it. I just, well, no, because it's Orlando and his. 
weird you know? character. Uh, yeah, I just I, I that, have no interest in trying it. That said, in the unexpected, there was a reveal last week that was all over the comic book Reddit. Um, that that the villain from Final Crisis, Mandrake, hmm. showed up at the end of the unexpected. So okay, interesting. For whatever that's worth, I just think it's weird that uh, that all this this Morrison stuff comes back as he's yeah. coming back too. So just uh, for anyone keeping up with the the Sandman universe stuff, House of Whispers is is next week as well. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm up to date on all that stuff now. Um, so pretty good. Cool. Matt, did you uh, did you read Books of Magic yet? No, not yet. I still have I it though. I think you'd enjoy it. Do. Cool. With you. There we go. Uh, there's also a new Firefly comic out next week, uh, written by Greg Pak, which I will endorse. Oh, it's by Pak. Greg Pak. Suddenly, I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, sure. I was reasonably interested anyway. Let's be honest, but did not realize it was Pak. Yeah. There's a there's a new God of War comic next week as well, which I'm kind of intrigued about. Hmm. That's cool. While while we're mentioning other stuff. Yeah. That's, that's oh my god, I just looked at it and it's set in the new game. Yeah. He's, the cover oh. is him fighting a bear, a bear demon. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh. Matt only has a temptation. <laughs> so at least I will not. I will not. I have too many comics. I will not. I will not. I will not. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> if I can't do a reference to the hit television buff of the vampire, so I'll certainly do a reference to, to the room. <laughs> That, that's good. <laughs> that's a cheap way of getting your name in. Look, I could have done that a minute ago when I mentioned Firefly. I I, I went for something a bit more su- subverted. Yeah, a bit more bullshit is what you meant. If Ryan Johnson can subvert with no real credit behind it or weight, then I so can I. <laughs> Ryan Johnson is a good storyteller. You're not. R- oh. R- Ryan Johnson is a terrible writer. I'm, I'm flat out saying it. Bro, Brick is phenomenal. Finally, Brick. Oh, man. All right. Well, get prepared to overload Pick. <laughs> I like Brick. Whipper <laughs> was disappointing. Then, like Last Jedi, I think he's a bad writer. Well, well, he's a bad director, bro? but he's a bad writer. What's that? I just Have you seen Brother right. Bloom? I haven't seen that, though. Oh, okay. Matt, Matt's going, what can I make him watch? Oh, God. I like Ryan Johnson a lot. Me too. But I can't disagree with Pete on, on Last Jedi. You could, just, just to annoy him. I could, but then there's no integrity in that. And yeah, I have integrity. Matt's got integrity. See? don't. Yes, I do. Just not with my scale scaling system, because I think it's stupid. <laughs> Rating system, whatever. Uh, uh, I rate this 5 out of 7. Anyway, uh, this has been Comics from the Multiverse, episode one hundred. 29 was it sure remember we go to you for numbers yeah 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 uh oh, he's right 129 yeah, good 129 there we go that's fun uh, but hey yeah that's us that is back back to the full force with the full holy trinity of the bear the ginger and i don't know what matter the robot vampire sure. there's Ro- numbers that we call you robots yeah i'll take robot over vampire uh vampire vampires can be killed but they're often lame um, much like in the film Lost Boys, uh, which you can hear about me and Matt talking about soon on 121 Overlord. You can, you can hear it like, right now if you're, if you're on Patreon. I like how you wasted your Buffy reference and then Matt gave you vampires. Uh, 
Yeah, but would he have done that? You know, karma would have dictated. Not that he would have intentionally have avoided it, thinking that he doesn't want to give him a Buffy reference, but he just wouldn't have done went no. there. No, I'm, I'm trying to get done. So. Uh. <laughs> All right, that is us. That is Cards from the Multiverse. That is episode one two nine. Let us know what you think of the show and the books this week in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here. And that includes movie reviews and podcasts and TV show reviews and everything else. Uh, but of course, mainly, since you're here, this show. And you can get a bonus episode once a month. Me and Connor talked about uh, Saga of the Swamp Thing, book one by Alan Moore. At uh, the $5 tier, you get access to the monthly episode that me and Connor do on a trade or collection every month. Um so you can have a, have a look at that but that was, that was the 15th one so if you sign up now you get access to a back catalogue of about 15 episodes of that so uh, you know have a look see if you like um, but uh, otherwise get us on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast um, in fact right now there is a spare code for Green Lantern issue 1 a digital code up for grabs uh, if you just go and find that tweet uh, and retweet it you'll be entered and we will pick a winner on Monday but that is, that is us so thank you once again for watching and listening we always appreciate it and uh, keep reading DC Comics and um, what else can I say to stall so that Matt gets more annoyed at me um, <sighs> silence works I can do silence silence is fine we can do silence <laughs> I, I think oh jeez! Oh jeez! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I don't think that's where we end it. Is, is, that, is that better? Jeez! Oh, I said I was going to get up, but I didn't want to pull my hamstring again, so I'm sitting here waiting. I, I was going to say I think Matt's about three seconds away from just hanging up. Uh, that has become us from the Molly Bears. We'll see you next time. Keep reading comics, and always remember to never get lost in the speed force. Hope you've still got your ears. <laughs> I give this episode a seven out of eight. Teen. <laughs>